Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew. And this is a Thanksgiving edition can crushing Tuesday, baby. Woo! Almost up on turkey time. Gonna get some gravy. Gonna get some treats and some goodness. Lord knows we're gonna have some tasty beers and beverages, except for pumpkin beer. I'm not messing with that. That's all. <laughs> That's all MacGuffin. That's all him. Anyway, speaking of old MacGuffin. That's right. Old Twitter Terminator. What's up, brother? Dude, I have shocking news. Uh-oh. But the New York Jets will not make the playoffs this year. What? I hate to tell everybody they've been officially eliminated. <laughs> if, only, 0 in 10, if, so. only, if only they played in the NFC East. They might still might still have a shot. Maybe. Actually, they would because they'd only be three <laughs> games back at this point. So. <laughs> Heinous. Heinous. Ugh. Oh well. Golly. Uh, playoffs? What are you talking about? Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? <laughs> yeah, the classic. The cl- classic Jim uh, right the, there. That's right, man. One of my favorites. One of my favorites. You, are, you, are you traveling this Thanksgiving or are you homebound, man? Actually, we're going to be homebound this year. All right. Um, we normally go hang out with Amber's family, but um, I think we're just we're good. I'm going to fry a turkey in the driveway. I'm going to be having uh, bloody marys and beer all day, and uh, nice. hopefully I won't burn up the turkey. And uh, well, just remember displacement. A turkey displacement. Leave room. <laughs> yes. Leave room. I will be wearing sweatpants <laughs> all day Thursday. So the expandable waistband. That's a good yes. plan. Yeah. It is. That's it my is. man. You're ready to turkey that bad boy up, dude. Hey, it ain't my first rodeo, bro. Yeah. It's not my first. Yeah. See, like, also, uh, real quick. See, unlike, unlike Philip Rivers, you won't have an open hand, right? Because <laughs> they'll be filled with, <laughs> it'll be filled with, like, turkey gravy beer and all the goodness. Oh, I'll be, like, <laughs> I'll be, like, the the dudes on the, win the uh, Madden Award who have a turkey leg in each The turducken. <laughs> yeah. Get I'll your, be tearing it up, my man. <laughs> Get your noms on. Totally. Uh, congratulations great. to a uh, <laughs> couple of guys we like. Peyton Manning, Charles Woodson, uh, making the uh, semifinalist list for Hall of Fame today. Oh, well, their first ballot. You know that. Yeah. I mean, they're, well, I mean, come on. There's, like, not even any, any question you know, I know. about and, that and stuff. The, and the, I, I swear to goodness, there's going to be one asshole trying to make a point who will try to do it and – Rest of them dudes gonna be like, F O H mofo. No, I. I know sometimes people get weird about like unanimous first. Like, Peyton's app. I mean, come on, man. Like Peyton's absolute, and it, this is a really good list, dude. There's a lot of great people on this list. Yes. Jared Allen's in there. I didn't realize he'd been like. It just felt like he was playing the other like not that long ago. Cornelius Bennett, Tony Baselli. There's a lot of great names. Wow. Alan Fanica, Rodney Harrison, Tory Holt, Calvin Johnson. Who I. I personally believe Megatron deserves to be in the Hall of Fame just because his career was, you know, a little short. I blame Detroit for that. But Frank Sanders agrees. Yeah. But I mean, like, to me, th- that era that he played in, he was dominant. He was dominant for a shitty team. And single quite, season record for receiving. Yeah, I mean, I just, I just think, like, you know, when you get to the point that you legitimately can't tell the story of the NFL without a player, you know what I mean? Yeah, Over a period got, of time for an era. He, you know, I mean, it, it, he needs to be in. Now, if you, if some people say, well, he's not first ballot. Okay, but he needs to be in. 
Uh, Sam Mills, I would love to see him get in. Richard Seymour. Oh, my God, uh, Sam Mills. Yeah, Fred Taylor. I don't know if Fred's going to get in first go. Zach Thomas, Heinz Ward, Reggie Wayne. I know you're, I know you're pulling for your man, Reggie. Patrick Willis. I love Reggie, but I think he'll be third or fourth here. <clears throat> yeah. Darren Woodson, Bryant Young, uh, Clay Matthews Jr. So I mean, it, Steve Tasker. Oh, he's got it. For special teams. I know. He should. I mean, come dude, on. Come on, he man. Should be that, that dude's got to get in there for special teams. You know, oh, the Hall of Very Good. Like, oh, Fuck Marv. out of my face <laughs> with that bullshit. Come on, man. That dude, Rondé Barber, baby. Cornelius Bennett. Leroy Butler, bud. Woo! Oh, <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> nah. So. H- hard pass on that one. But, uh, well, Jared Allen, Calvin Johnson, Peyton Manning, and Charles Woodson are, are first year. Uh, this is their first year of eligibility. So. Um, and I would, I mean, Woodson and Manning should be absolute locks. Johnson should be in. And I would think Jared Allen gets in. That's just a matter of it, does he get in first ballot. That, that's I- a- Second or third for yeah. sure, I'd say. Yeah. So, and I know Randy would be happy if his man Patrick Willis got up in there. So. Well, that and Bryant Young also is a semifinalist, so that's it's kind of uh, exciting as well. Hadn't Bryant Young had some weird off-field stuff the past couple of years? Or am I thinking of Dana Stubblefield? I thought one of those no, guys. That's had... Dana Stubblefield you're uh, thinking of. Yeah, Stubblefield. Yeah. Actually, didn't he end up going to prison? <laughs> I don't know, man. Probably a good chance. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. Now, Bryant Young would be awesome just because. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to look up Dana. Yep, Dana Stubblefield sentenced to prison for rape. Man. Oh, Oh, Dana. So he's going to pound me in the ass prison. Remember remember that meme? (laughs) Wow. He better be playing some defense in the big house is all I'm saying. How many Super Bowls did Bryant Young win, Randy? Do you remember? Um, just the one. Just the one. Okay, I'm, I'm thinking 90, of someone in '94. Hey, you know, I think Dana deserved a song here. Just saying. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> we go back to our Van Halen d- dedication to do some do some pound cake if you want. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> oh, you really want to go old school? Yeah, buddy. Well, quiet, right, man? Bang your head. <laughs> Woo! There you go, Lindy. Off the rails pretty early, just for you. Maybe. Yeah, not two hours this time. Not man. two hours this time. Is that a complaint? Jeez. Anyway. (laughs) Since we're getting songs, I guess we might as well get everybody up in here. (laughs) Just for good measure. Why not? All right, old Randy Giggity Giles. What's up, brother? Not a whole lot. Just uh, gearing up for Thanksgiving and uh, working. Gym, gaming, I mean, it's kind of all I do now. I hear you. <laughs> thank you, COVID, you know, just one of those. <laughs> thank you, Rona. Things. Yeah, pretty much. But no, man, uh, Mandalorian's been heating up, so I'm really excited to see what these next four episodes are going to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
God, they've done. I mean, they really have just done such a tremendous job with that show. I'm, yeah, I'm super looking forward to the next. You know, just how the season, you know, plays out. But certainly the next episode, right? Right. Yes. It's gonna be. Uh, it's, it should be. It should be awesome. I'm. I'm really excited because I have my suspicions of what's gonna happen. So. <sighs> so Damn, like, better happen. Anyway. Do we all have to pitch in together and buy like one pack of those? Uh, macaroons or whatever they are they're like 50 bucks a package the blue the blue cook you know actually in honor of mark smurphy hair like he would be the one that deserves the blue blue cookies wouldn't he (laughs) just saying i'm just saying them things better have some weed or something they're gonna (laughs) sell it for that much they're not edible well i mean they're edibles but they're not that kind of edible jeez mcguffin it's 50 bucks for cookies, man. Come on. I know you. Man, you those cookies might want rep- respirations. Respirate? Doesn't mean reparations? Reparations. Oh my god. God dang it, Whiffy. Oh my lord. And ladies and gentlemen, he hasn't had a drop of alcohol. No, your respirations need reparations. What on earth are you talking about, man? <laughs> Whitfield's just Whitfield's just all over here like fuck him. <laughs> I swear, man. Anyway, well, I, I guess if he's gonna start blabbing, we might as well bring him into a song. So that's right, Matthew Philip West Whitfield. Here's your intro track. That's it? That's all you got? <laughs> you did what? At least I'm not getting rickrolled this week. Well, yeah, I guess that, that's plus one for you. Not getting rickrolled. Yes. I, I don't know. I don't prefer to get rickrolled to that. But... <laughs> and, and you can thank uh, Todd's great playlist while we were over there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. <laughs> hey, no, uh, uh, a quick, uh, quick raise of the glass to Todd. We did hang out over there, shared some some very good beers, had some laughs, had a good time, and uh, with, the, with the fire pit and shooting the breeze and all that. So that that was good, man. Thanks, Todd. We appreciate that. Uh, it was nice to catch up. Nice to see you for a little bit. Get a little, you know, socially distanced outside time and all that. So it was good, man. We appreciate it and thank you. He hasn't right. invited us over for a second time yet. No. So, hey, come no. on, Todd, get on it. <laughs> 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 hey, he's got a lot of good beer, man. I'm just he does. To get over there again. He does. And maybe, uh, you know, maybe next time Whitfield can Uber over or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, Todd will have your song ready, bro. He'll have it ready for you. You show up. <laughs> Be right there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> that group had better songs. You gotta pick that. Why does that guy in the video sort of look like you? Wait a second, Renee. Y'all should y'all should cue the video up, man. I'm telling I don't look you. Like that guy. You, look, you look like that ball headed cue ball dude you know with that like cheesy that grin and the, the unbuttoned shirt. Yes. <laughs> That's totally. Holy moly! I'm gonna send this to y'all in the chat. Y'all should at some point. I do not look like that guy. Yeah, you do. Exactly. No, yeah, yeah, you do a little bit, a little bit. I'm telling you guys, put it on mute and just pull the video up. 
You tell me if that doesn't look... You know what? Actually, I can share it with you on the exact moment. Wait, it start at 40 seconds. Here you go. I'm going I'm to send it to you starting on the picture of this guy. And you tell me. I'll even throw it in the sports brew chats. Even Mark can benefit from this. Here you go. Double bonus, man. That's like quality right there. Boom. If these stats even awake at this No, point. he's not awake. He's either dropping a deuce or playing his PS5 or... You know, playing with donk. <laughs> he, might, yeah, he could be. He might be playing a game. I'm telling you though. Not look like me. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me you see it, Randy. <laughs> uh, sorry, Matt. <laughs> see. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kawhi. <laughs> anyway. Kawhi approves. Yeah, I'd say so. All right. You know, I, I'm certainly looking forward to Thanksgiving. I hope everybody has safe travels if you're traveling. Uh, and hopefully uh, you share a great meal, uh, whether you're staying at home with just, you know, a few. Or maybe you're doing a little bit of driving or flying. <laughs> Good luck, friends. Uh, but hopefully uh, you travel safely and you get home safely and you stay healthy along the way. So, right. And most importantly... Don't be a cunt because it's almost Christmas. Yeah, well, that that is very true, and you know that one of the best parts of getting past getting past Thanksgiving. Oh man, Whitfield actually deserved a different song. To be fair with you, and I was ready to drop this. One. Randy, I had forgotten about that. Thank you for the text, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. But I was no totally problem. ready to drop to drop this on Whitfield. Although I feel like this has already been on like rotation. I know. I know you hate Mariah. This is like the fourth or fifth time I've heard it this year. Yeah, so. I mean, I feel like it's already been on in rotation for like a couple of weeks. Like, there's a calendar date. They're like, "Haha, jokes on y'all. We're playing Mariah Carey." Although, what's funny is like with this song, I always think of the um, all the goths dancing under the bridge or whatever. <laughs> That's what I always think about with it, not the actual song or the video. Every the first time I always hear it, I always think of that, and it makes me chuckle. And then I hear it a thousand times, and then I don't think of anything other than changing the station. <laughs> and then we, <laughs> then we just call it a day, you know. But you got you got to start somewhere. You got to start somewhere. So yeah, you need to turn yourself up there, bro. Get louder. All right. Anyway. Whew. All right. Let's do some football, then we'll talk about some Thanksgiving stuff. Why not? What the heck? Oh, oh, oh. I did like this one line. And, and first of all, oh man, Joe Burrow, I feel for you, buddy. That's a that's a that's a terrible way to go out. Um, was obviously shaping up to to have a a, a very good rookie year. Um, and we've talked about him a, a bit. Not that the Bengals are front and center, you know, for much of anything, but. Certainly, Joe Burrow had brought them a, a lot of national spotlight with his play, and just what he, you know, what he looked like he was going to be. Uh, if nothing else, strong contention for rookie of the year. I would say Herbert probably has that locked down at this point. But yeah. you know, it, it's just it's hard not to think back to Carson Palmer. If you're a Bengals fan, right, it's hard not to think back to Carson Palmer's injury, and I hadn't thought about it in forever. 
And when I was prepping tonight, I was reading, and, and I was like, man, Carson Palmer, when was that? And I had forgotten that that was in a playoff game. Oh, five, right? I forgot it was in a playoff game, and he had just fired off like a like this monster sideline bomb. I think it was to Chris Henry, sixty six yarder. Yeah, see, look yep. at you, man, with the specificity. Wow, you like that? That's yeah. a, that's a big word yeah. early in the podcast. Uh, first, but, first quarter and yep. everything, and it all went downhill after that. Yeah, Kimo von Olhofen. Yes, went low on him. And took him out. And, I, you know, I remember at the time, I felt like that was a dirty-ass hit. It felt like it was a dirty hit. I'm not saying it, it was, but in the moment back then, it felt like they took his legs out. You know, I'm not saying he intended to hurt the guy. But that's just a byproduct of a very low hit. And clearly late in the moment. I mean, that, that pass was out of there. He didn't need to do that. So, uh, but that, that ended up being a very significant knee injury for Palmer. Yeah, he recovered. Yes, he resumed his career, but... He was never the same. He was, yeah, you know, he no. was not the same player after that happened. But that was a that was a significant knee injury. That was not just oh, you know, toward ACL and you know whatever. I mean, it you know it's one of those things where you look back and you go, God, that changed that man's career, the, the trajectory of his career. And you hope that it doesn't have the same adverse impact. I mean, obviously with medical technology and surgery and all the things that they can do now and rehab, and he's young. I mean, we get all that. You hope that he can get back on field and resume his career and, and be good. But we might not see this. We're certainly not seeing him this year, but <laughs> obviously. But I don't even know if we're going to see that dude next year. I mean, it's I November, mean, it was, dude. It's almost it's almost December, bro. It's ACL, MCL, and additional damage. A- additional so, structural damage. It's terrible. I mean, if I'm the Bengals, I'm not rushing them back. Like, Sorry, not sorry. I'm not no, rushing uh, well, my franchise quarterback back. Yeah, that's one of those things that look they're not they're not a good team, and we can argue about the quality of their offensive line. I, you know, their line they had played better as of late. I do think that is true, and you know that's one of those things that you well you go well maybe if Mixon had been in maybe they wouldn't you know who knows the play calling what they would have done. Yeah, it, it's tough. It's not like. I, you know, I don't know how much blame you want to put on the the offensive line for that. Although I do think, you know, you watch the play and you feel for the offensive lineman that, you know, basically like drove the Redskins defender down, you know, into him. I mean. It's just a freak play. It, it, you mean, know, it's football. I, you know, at the end of the day, as much as we love this sport, football can be very, very cruel. And there are people that have, you know, contactless injuries and they just go down. Yep. You know, look at Greg Olson the other night. Granted, he's older. I mean, I get that. But, you know, you can have freak things happen. You can have fluke things happen. You can have weird hits happen. And certainly that's a that's an unfortunate fluke play that ends Burroughs' season. And, you know, they're, they're a poor enough team that you, you almost go, look, man, y'all are going to suck. You're going to have a hot pick. Clearly you need to invest in your O-line. Learn from the lessons the Colts had with Andrew Luck. Yes, please. Now, the, I mean, the Colts got the offensive line better, but in the years up to that, Luck took a tremendous amount of abuse. And I yeah, think it changed GMs. <laughs> yes, and I think it's reasonable to assert that the abuse that Luck took shortened his career. Now, he didn't have to retire, but he chose to retire in part because of pain management and concerns about his long-term health. Yeah, you know, getting married, having kids, all that stuff factors in, but. 
you know, I mean, that was a how how far do I, do I want to push my body? How much of my body am I willing to sacrifice? And am I willing to keep doing it? And he reached the point where he said, nope, nope. And it's one thing to be tough. I mean, we saw it with the, uh, you know, the Redskins with Griffin. I mean, he certainly, his ego got in his own way with his injuries. And then you can fault the team for having him in there. And then he obviously accelerated his rehab and was determined to be back. I mean, there's a lot of things that go into this stuff. And at some point, you have to protect young players from themselves. That is true. But if if you believe in Burrow and you believe he's going to rehab and come back and be strong, then learn from the Colts. And you sure yes. as hell better build that damn O-line up. And they'll have the opportunity. It, it, I won't say, you know, there's a silver lining in it, because I think that's the wrong way to look at it. I think it's just saying this is what our reality is. He's hurt, he's out. We're not going to win a bunch of games without him. So, And if they're in a position where they have a high enough draft pick that they end up being in a position that somebody really covets, trade it. Unless there's a lineman that you really believe is a difference maker at that spot, trade down. Pick up some extra picks. I mean, here's the, here's the thing. Like, like T. Higgins, definite keeper. Yes. Like that 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 was a tremendous draft pick. AJ Green's out of there. Done. Bye. Yeah. Poof. You just you, you find a contender who is wide receiver needy. I don't. So, I don't know that I believe a, anybody would trade for him at this point. Rounder for him. I don't think can. I don't think they'll be able to. Um, I think they have to cut him. Uh, maybe even a fourth rounder. Who mm-hmm. knows? I think uh, I think I'm gonna have to cut that dude. I don't know. You know, I don't know if anybody knows how long his contract's running, but I, I haven't even. I, I would. I would. I just came up off the top of my head. Oh, but. sure, sure, sure. I just. I think that's just that's a cut and go. But Green's time is done, and then they got a uh, Mixon can't stay healthy, which is unfortunate for them. You know, obviously Geo's got uh, Bernard's got some age on him, but he's not the starter, so it doesn't really matter. But they've got some nice young wide receivers. They do. Finley is probably going to be abysmal for the duration Oof. of the season. Yeah. And it, as a Redskins fan, or Washington football fan, I was too young to re- – I remember Theismann. Like, I remember that. But it, it didn't have the same weight with me, right? And I remember uh, – and it's different. But I remember old Gus Farratt headbutting the wall, injuring his neck. And <laughs> he was never quite the same. But you think of, obviously, Griffin. And then you think of Alex Smith and how that really adversely impacted them. And what Big Ben has done this year is tremendous. And I don't want to take anything away from Roethlisberger and the Steelers because they're a good team. Uh, and, and Roethlisberger deserves some love for, you know, coming back and playing as well he is as, as he has. But that being said... I don't know how anybody in their right mind doesn't look at Alex Smith, a guy that nearly lost his freaking leg, and doesn't say that's the comeback player of the year. I know that that's kind of this weird kind of topic because a lot of things can make somebody a comeback player of the year. But for Alex nah, Smith, that, I mean, to me, Alex Smith, come on, man. Hands down. <clears throat> that should it's be. not even close. You have to give it to him. I mean, he may have never played. He's again, earned it. So. He, he may He's not have lived. It. Exactly. Yeah. It, yeah. Much less walked or even played again. I mean, I mean, he, yeah, he was, he was a, you know, a hop, skip, and a jump away from playing a peg leg pirate every Halloween. I'm just saying, I mean, seventeen <clears throat> surgeries. That's a ton. My God, so, just to save his damn leg. I know. In his life, I know. Bananas, bananas. So, you know, with recent history with a team I follow, I'm empathetic to the Bengals fans. I am. It sucks. 
it sucks, particularly when you get so vested really quickly in a young player. And I hope that Burrow, he seems to have that competitive drive. I just hope the surgeries go well. He doesn't have complications, no staph infections, things of that sort, or Mercer or anything, you know, that really that screws him up. But I, I hope he makes a full recovery. I don't know that we're going to see him next year, but that will give the you know the Bengals a couple of years to really build the roster and figure out who who they want to be and to build towards it. And um, I, I hope that Burrow comes back and is every every bit as much uh, of what we had already seen, if not better. But you know, in context, having seen what happened with Alex Smith, if you're a fan of that organization, man, it's a punch to the gut. I mean, it sucks. It sucks. So. Uh, but I, I'm happy to see Alex Smith back on field, and I will be happy to see Joe Burrow back on field. I will. And so I, I wish him the best. I wish him the best. And Alex Smith should become oh, my player of the year. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah, get, get healthy, Joey B. Man, that's uh, that was brutal. Yeah. That was brutal to watch. Um, <clears throat> no one ever wishes that on anybody. Mm. But – you know, rehab it the right way. Get it. Get yourself 110% healthy. You know, Bengals. Hopefully, they do right by him and don't try to rush him back. Well, you know, that might be one of those things. Again, to think about the RG3 context. RG3 rushed himself back, the, and this might be a scenario where the organization has to say, "Not so fast." You know, Ooh, going late Corso. Not so fast, my friend. <laughs> Not so fast, my friend. Uh, and I think they have to do their best to manage a young, competitive player that clearly has a lot of drive uh, and manage his persona uh, and that, you know, his personality and that injury. I agree 100%. Uh, there's a ton of upside. Get him right. Learn from the Carson Palmer incident. Uh, learn from Andrew Luck. Learn from the Colts. And, you know, I kind of hope that Alex Smith reaches out to him. I don't know if they will. I mean, Lord knows uh, – you know, Burrow was buried on Instagram and Twitter with all kinds of, you know, love and support and all, all, all the things and all the tweets and all the messages, which is, is good to see. But again, unfortunate. I would imagine you know. Alex will reach out to the Bengals organization. I don't know. I don't know if just, he would, but you know, given what I, he I had think to do, he would I mean, with what he went through <clears throat> with that kind of horrific injury. Just to, hey, kid, you know, it's. Get yourself right, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I would imagine Alex would do that because it was, it was almost two years to the day that yeah. it happened. It's freaky. And same field, <clears throat> and um, you know, I, I would imagine Alex just just being the elder statesman would would reach out to the organization and to Joe Burrow just to, with what he went through. I would do it. I, yeah. I would absolutely do it just to. You know, just, hey, kid, I know you're going through some shit right now, but, you know, this is what's what. <clears throat> right. And, uh, you know, Peter King had uh, has his little uh, article on, on NBC Sports, and he actually had a segment about uh, Alex Smith. And, and basically he said, hey, as you approach Thanksgiving, he asked Smith the other day, what are you thankful for? And so I thought it was just a nice piece, and – Smith talked about how he was thankful for his, his health and his family's health. And he said, you realize looking back what a pri- or he said, you realize looking back what a privileged life I led. I never really had to face a challenge like that to have a partner by my side of my wife. I was out of it when things got really scary. Certainly amputation was right on the doorstep, probably hours away from it at one point. 
you know, I'm thankful for her and, you know, her strength. He's thankful for his kids. And, you know, he said, it's just surreal to me that I, I get to lace up cleats and put a helmet on. Yeah, I got to wear this brace to do it. But how amazing is it that every day I get to do this now? How awesome that it's progressed this far. I'm just lucky. You know, and that's a hell of an attitude to have. And he put in a massive amount of work to get back. And I don't know how this season's going to play out. No clue. I mean, the NFC East is a dumpster fire. I mean, everybody, you know, if you talk anything about the NFL, you know, everybody craps on the NFC East, and deservedly so. It's a terrible division, right? But Alex Smith is a good story in the middle of a bit of a mess. And surprisingly and shockingly and weirdly so, the NFC East is is virtually, other than the Eagles having that tie, (laughs) boy, does that look like they did the right thing now, yeah? You know, everybody's like essentially three and seven, man. It's nuts. It's nuts. So when, when you know, Washington and Dallas play on Thanksgiving, they're playing for the, you know, first place in the NFC East. It's crazy. That's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. If the Redskins win, er, Washington wins, they'll have a season sweep of the Cowboys. Now... I can't believe we're talking about the NFC East and all this stuff out of the gate. That's crazy to me. <laughs> Here's your weekly reminder that NFC East is trash. <laughs> the Eagles lead the division at 3-6-1. and one. Giants, Cowboys, and football team are all 3-7. and seven. Uh, Randy, do you remember the worst cumulative record in NFL history for a division? Which division it was? Worst cumulative record? Like, is it all four teams? Yes. Hmm. Well, I do remember uh, there was a, there was a nice t- time and period where the NFC West had a pretty bad record as a as a whole. Man, that is a good guess, sir. The 2008 NFC West. And Seattle was seven and nine. Was that yep. the Beastquake? That was Beastquake. Uh-huh. Yeah. Seven that... and nine Seattle, hosting the Saints. Mm-hmm. That division, twenty two and forty two. Oh. That year. <laughs> winning percentage. Well, the NFC East is obviously worse than that. They're combined. The four NFC East teams are a combined 12-27-1, which is a .313 winning percentage. Guess what they both have in common? (laughs) Alex Smith is starting quarterback. (laughs) Oh. Oh. Dirty pool, my God. You're not wrong. Well, he's not wrong, but that's terrible. No, yeah, you're not wrong. He's got to get me back for uh, me beating his ass in fantasy this week, anyway. So, Mm. oh my God! So Yahoo sent sent a um, you know how they always send you the weekly like how you did. Yeah, they trolled me. How did Yahoo troll you, dude? Yahoo listens to our podcast. Oh, Lord. Because they said, Shannon, it's okay. Shake it off. You lost to Randy. Nice. <laughs> That's fantastic. fantastic. See? <laughs> and I sent the proof in this brief chat just so you see it. Oh, man. That's hilarious. How do you get trolled by freaking Yahoo? Yahoo Shake it man. off. You lost a kittle for Prez. <laughs> yep. Man. Shake it off. Shake it off. How that, that, about that? 
That that's what I get for trying to have some fun <clears throat> with Randy the the you, day of. You did. You, know? you yeah. did talk smack. You did, which you normally don't do. Yeah, I just seen Randy that night before. I thought I thought it was some. Boy, back. I, I think I had more points on my bench this week than I did on my starting lineup. Which is, <laughs> just pissed me off. Don't you hate it when that happens wide, in fantasy? Your wide receivers decided not to show up. <laughs> yes, they didn't. But the ones on the bench did. The ones on the bench did. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a tough way to go, buddy. Robert Tanyan actually decided to catch a touchdown this week. That cunt. He was wide open for another one that Rodgers should have been able to hit him for. Mm-hmm. That should have been a game winner, too. And apparently his name rhymes with Funyon. So, Robert Tunyon. Think Funyon. That- I mean, with you, my man, Funyon's. I'm telling you. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. <clears throat> can't go wrong. But we're going to get to that game, McGuffin. We're going to get to that game. How about we get to a salute the clock? We do need a salute the clock. And you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you the most dangerous drinking game that you can have in the NFC East. Oh, Lord. Here we go. <laughs> no, I don't mean Donovan McNabb's ground game. I don't mean that. <laughs> oh, no. He'd drop all the oh. shots. <laughs> Throwing grounders. <laughs> Ground it like it's hot. Ground it like it's hot. <laughs> Ground it like it's hot. Okay. So the most, most dangerous drinking game in the NFC East is if it's a Carson Wentz negative player turnover, and you got to take a shot. You are effed. Effed. I'm telling you. Carson Wentz has thrown 14 interceptions. Leads the NFL. He leads the, he leads the NFL in three categories. Interceptions, fumbles, and sacks. He's been sacked 40 times. He has fumbled. God. God. 40 times, dude. It's a career high with six games left to play. He has oh, he has fumbled 10 times. He has 58. I don't know. David Carr's probably saying, hold my beer. Yeah, maybe. He has 58 career fumbles, the most of any player in the NFL since he entered the league in 2016. Philip Rivers says, thank you for taking that away from me. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, right? Well, Nick Foles wasn't available? What? <laughs> no, apparently not. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, man, don't do drinking games on Carson Wentz game, man. It's a bad idea. Nah, and bad idea. I don't know. I Pro don't tip. know if that's an O-line issue. I don't know if that's a Wentz issue. But uh, you know, coach, man, you got a kid you picked in the second round. You may, you may want to. Um... Oh yeah, we'll see if we see some Jalen Hurts a little bit. You, there, I think he. If nothing else, you leave Carson Wentz as a starter, but you might have to be willing to, to give the hook. You know, at some point. I, I mean, it's just it's a realistic outcome. I would say if you'd do it with the division was out of reach, but for fuck's sake, man, it's Mm-mm. definitely not not out of reach. No matter how far you get into the season at this no. point. No. I mean, and that's tough because like he was playing at an MVP level a couple years like two or three years ago didn't it feel like before he injured his knee that season that he was going to be the nfl mvp uh yes i mean it i like i think back to that year and it feels like he was on the nfl mvp like freight train you know what i mean like he he was he was leading that race yeah 
he got that uh, ACL injury against the Rams, and that was all she wrote. All she wrote. It's a, you have to look at all the things that have kind of me- messed up in Philly. I mean, he, the receivers can't be are never healthy. Uh, the offensive line is not healthy, and he's been battling injuries ever since the ACL injury. Sure, and they also lost. Don't forget, they lost Frank Reich. True story. Yeah, and you know that's one of those things that most people may not necessarily think about, but maybe that's had a more pronounced impact on him. You know, it's it's personnel, it's player growth, it's coming back from the injury, and you know sometimes. A coach here and a coach there can make a huge, huge, huge difference for a player and their development and their progression and just how they deal with things. You know, I, I don't know if there's an easy easy button to hit that explains what's going on with Carson Wentz, but, I mean, there was, like, Eagles fans were starting to petition, petition to fire that dude and get him out of there. Like, settle down, yeah. y'all. Y'all were about ready to rename the state Wentzylvania the other year. Calm down. <laughs> Stop eating. Uh, whole, you know what? They, may, did somebody spike? Carson went to smoothie with some horse feces. Is that what happened? Oh, right. Oh, no. Well, before the horse feces thing, that that was a really good point because um, you know Andrew Luck did really well his uh, rookie season with Bruce Arians as the OC, mm-hmm. and uh, you know I see where you're going with that uh, with you know Frank Reich as the OC during their Super Bowl season and. I see what he's doing with, uh, you know, Jacoby and then, of course, now Phillip uh, Rivers. Mm-hmm. Well, and you, you have to think of, you look at some of the other top quarterbacks in the league now, think about some of the coaching they've got. Yeah, you know, I mean, granted, Mahomes probably would have had a decent career, but honestly, if he didn't have Andy Reid, what would that team be? I don't know. Or what would he be? Andy Reid is a really good quarterback. Yes, coach, he is. And, but I, I will tell you this. You, do you know how I know Andy Reid is the quarterback whisperer? How many wow. NFC Championship games did that dude reach with Donovan McNabb? Oh, shit. I'm just saying. <laughs> I was that, waiting for that, the rant. That, that is a true story. I mean, how? I mean, think about that. What was it, five or six? I'm just what? saying, dude. And then, you know, I, I, like, I like to pick on Donovan. I hear it. You know, I like to pick on him because he was god-awful with the Redskins. I did but, laugh the other night that we talked about all-time Syracuse football greats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we did. Donovan, Donovan McNabb, and I knew that's where uh, Todd's buddy was going with the next call, and I said, don't, don't say do Donovan it. McNabb, don't do it, don't go there, we'll have an hour rant. And he started laughing. He goes, okay, I won't. <laughs> and of course, Randy and I are dying. <laughs> Because we know what's going to happen. It's an uh, outrage. <laughs> I mean, here's, don't here's go there with me. Don't go there with me. Don't go there with me. Nice you want to keep it real, you keep it real with me. Because I ain't for no games. <laughs> but here's another head coach that, that's, that here's another head coach that seems to always have his quarterbacks ready to play, and that's Sean Payton. Yes. Oh, my <clears throat> Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, is but your point remains. Mahomes is obviously gifted. Right. But mm-hmm. there are there are there are clearly there are environments where uh, young players, whether it's a defensive player, whether it's a quarterback, running back, whatever. You know, it's like Mike Shanahan was the running back whisperer. Right. I mean, yep. that dude, that dude with how we build his offense and his O-lines, man, it could get crazy production out of, out of 
you know, I mean, obviously Terrell Davis, I think was, is a legitimate hall of fame running back injury, you know, career control by injuries, but just deadly in that scheme. And there are guys that do great things with quarterback and Andy Reed has done a phenomenal job with a lot of quarterbacks. Donovan McNabb made a lot of money and I hope he sends Andy Reed Christmas cards because Lord knows he deserves them for putting up with his ass for as long as he did and winning <laughs> as much as they did. His career just sucked at the end. That's not really Donovan's fault. He was terrible in Minnesota too, asshole. But Mahomes, Mahomes in all likelihood would have been good anywhere, but he clearly is great in Kansas City. And this is also a really fair point with Tom Brady in Tampa Bay. Now, I like Bruce Arians, don't get me wrong. And it's maybe a little bit unfair because Brady's at that point where I don't think he consistently can be great. And his legacy is a lot of greatness. And so it's very hard to live up to that. But one of those one of the things that people haven't really talked about a lot is it's not just him leaving New England. Right. And going to Tampa Bay and being with Bruce Arians, you go, oh, look at all these skill position players. I think about Bruce Arians and offense and blah, 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 blah. That's true. But one thing that's very important about Tom Brady's time in New England is you damn well know that Bill Belichick helped prep him for what he would see from a defense. Yep. And if you don't think that was advantageous to Brady, you're the dummy. You know what I mean? Yep. I guarantee you he misses some of the prep that he got from Belichick about what a, a defense would do or show him or what players would do or tendencies. I'm not saying that Arians doesn't do any of that. He might. But Belichick has a phenomenal and incredible defensive mind. He's an incredible coach. You can hate him all you want. An incredible coach. So that that's one of those things that certain environments, certain coaches – are better at preparation, better helping put people in positions to succeed and maximizing talent and getting a lot out. It doesn't mean a player won't be successful elsewhere. They might be. But Mahomes and Andy Reid in Kansas City, that's a that's a fantastic combination. And I don't, you know, I mean, Lord knows what, what Mahomes' career, as long as he stays healthy, obviously, what his career is going to be like. But it's hard not to look at it and say, geez, and, you know, Andy Reid and Mahomes and that team are going to be in contention for the next decade. Unless they draft terribly, right? You know, then well, you... that and they have a great offensive coordinator with Eric Bieniemy, yes, who keeps on getting head coaching offers, but he's like, "Nah, I'm good where I'm at." Well, um, but and then yeah. you look at the guys like Russell Wilson, who, yep, in Seattle, great example. Uh, he's been had, he's had the carousel of uh, OCs, and yet he still is performs extremely well every year. He doesn't have a bad year. No, well, Russell Wilson is is the key to that. Right, I mean, he 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 was <laughs> underrated coming out of college, and he delivered quickly. I mean, he he took that team. I'm trying to remember. Was it Matt Flynn? Yeah, that the Seahawks signed, and they get to camp, and it's like all of a sudden, Russell. Sorry, Matt Flynn, not your team, Russell Wilson. You're like, what? What is going on there? How terrible is Matt Flynn? I don't even know if it was the, that was that Matt Flynn was terrible, but it was clearly that Russell Wilson was special. Yeah, clearly. Well. And, and that's the one where, like, Washington gave up all those picks to get RG3. And you're like, you could have just stayed put and got Well, they could have they could have stayed put and drafted Tannehill. They probably would have been significantly better because that's arguably who's – my understanding is that's who Shanahan wanted was Tannehill. Wow. 
And I, I can get, I mean, uh, this revisionist history, but had they drafted Tannehill and kept those picks, that team would have been good. That team would have been good. And now yeah. Tannehill may not have, you know, I mean, RG3 was absolute dynamite his rookie season. But some of that was his talent plus a head coach and an OC and a coaching staff. I mean, think about all the talent that they had on their coaching staff, dude. Oh, yeah, Kyle Mike, Shanahan. Kyle and, McVay. Uh, I mean, what's his face? McVay. McVay, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, they had a ton of people in that. I mean, that staff was ridiculous. Ridiculous. I'm fairly certain that Tannehill would have fared quite well under that coaching staff in that offense. They would have, I don't know if he would have been, again, I mean, RG3 had an electric rookie year. And he deserves the love for that until his you know, the ego gets in the way. But Tannehill would have been fine. Well, who knows? I mean, you know, reportedly he liked Wilson too, but it, my understanding is that he wanted to take Tannehill. I think it was seven is where they were drafted. <laughs> anyway, we're going off on tangents, but, you know, it, the point remains. Certain players and certain coaches, I mean, it's just, it's a good fit. It's a good fit. And sometimes, a, you know, it's a great fit. And that's what that's what you want to see, if it's your team in particular. Absolutely. You know, and I, I don't know what the future holds for Carson Wentz, but it's, they're at a point where you're just starting to question. You're going to start to question Doug Peterson and certainly Carson Wentz. I mean, he did not have a good game against the Browns by any stretch of the imagination. And the Browns win ugly, but they've won some games. They win. Yeah. And, you know, Baker Mayfield was trash 12 of 22 for 204 yards, and he's gone three straight games without a touchdown. But you know what he hasn't done? Lost. Thrown a pick. No, Turn the ball it. over. Hadn't, hadn't thrown a pick, you know. And, and granted, they got Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. They can run like champs, and they have a good defense. I, they don't have a great defense. It's not a great team, and they've played in some monsoon crap weather. Sure, but well, luckily that's all they've needed. Uh, <laughs> but that defense, that defense won that game for them. Yes, Carson Wentz helped that defense quite a bit. <laughs> His stat line doesn't end up looking terrible. 21 to 35, 235 yards, two touchdowns, two picks. Well, no, it doesn't look great. But... Well, it does say the two picks, though, are kind of what sticks out yeah. the most. But, I mean, 57 yards and a touchdown came in the final two minutes. So, when it mattered the most, he didn't do he didn't do a whole bunch other than suck. And I like Carson. I like Carson Wentz, man. I was real high on him, you know, early on in, early on in his career, but... They got problems, well, bro. It doesn't help that the Eagles don't really have much of a running game, so that's forcing them to pass a lot more, and defenses are just keying on it. Well, they, they need to get healthy. Um, they've got they've got some other issues, but and and their, their defense can't do it all, and their defense no. isn't horrible. No, no. The, the but team... if you're on the field as long as they are, you're you're just they're just gonna get gassed, and teams are gonna just overpower them at some point at some point it just goes awry it, yeah i mean it, it's just <laughs> you can lean on different aspects of of your team your special teams your defense you this you that but you know if your quarterback is a trash can i mean it's it's hard to win consistently even in a bad division it's hard to win tough stuff is tough sledding buddy all right let's get back to the salute clock we forgot to we got off the rails <laughs> oh we did so I guess a salute o'clock, by the way, 
<laughs> we did we we had our kids uh we made some pinatas homemade pinatas with a balloon and paper towels with glue and i thought it was laughable but sarah 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 worked hard man and uh, made these pinatas and the only, only reason i bring them up is we had the kids out out today I took them down they stuffed them with candy and toys and other stuff and we took him in the trampoline, and Logan just beat the hell out of this pinata. Man, he's having a great time. I was throwing it in there. He's had a bat, just taking big swings at it. Chloe busted hers up. And when I, as I'm watching these kids bust up these pinatas, all I can think about is that ugly ass throw that Taysom Hill made to Emmanuel Sanders. That I'm just like, <laughs> that dude is just throwing that thing up. <laughs> like, like what is he trying to hit? Is he, you know what I mean? Like, pin the tail on the ceiling? Like, what is he trying to do? Looking like Andy Reid in a pump pass yeah, and kick the competition. C- <laughs> the, ce- the ceiling is the roof? What is going on with this throw from Taysom Hill? That has it to was- be one of the ugliest damn throws, deep throws, I've ever seen. It was He's a trying tr- to look like Aaron Rodgers, like, on the Hail Mary. Like, trying to get the air. Yeah. He just didn't it, have the distance. It was a 44-yard completion that traveled 50-plus yards in the air mm-hmm. because that's how bad it was. It was it was awful, and it was so bad. It was so bad that the defender just, like, couldn't even stop and go back. He just stumbles, stumbling and bumbling down the field. I mean, yeah, you know what's funny about it? It was the longest Saints throw in completion by yards traveled in the air in over three years. Oh, my gosh. That heinous-ass Danny Werfel wounded duck busted pinata throw coming out of Taysom Hill heinous heinous mm. but Taysom Hill did get two rushing touchdowns right <laughs> and the Saints defense balled out Saints by the way three players with two plus sacks first time that's happened since 2000 wow yeah. damn so I also like that one time uh Hill th- uh, it was a throw to Michael Thomas and it just it like he lasered that thing in there and it like bounced off of Michael Thomas's hand. Thomas is probably like, What the hell? I'm used to these like softballs coming from Drew, right? <laughs> like time and emplacement. <laughs> Taysom Hill just put that thing on a rope, yo. Blew right out of there. So I you know, I, I don't know how much to take out of that game other than, you know, Saints D is legit. I don't it's hard I I don't have a good feel for what Taysom Hill is. Um, but I think Peyton will put him in position in a position to be successful, and they're and the Saints defense is good. Saints defense is good. I don't know that they're great, but the Saints defense is good. Uh, if they're going to play like that, then they don't they don't necessarily need Taysom Hill to be lobbing up ridiculous stats. You know, it, to me, it's always like the Kirk Cousins Matt Stafford argument. Give me stats <laughs> that matter. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll take ugly winning stats as opposed to glossed up. The game was done, and we padded our stats, sucking on the teat of fail at the end of the game, and we glossed up our stats with a bunch of meaningless crap. Because that's Stafford, and that's Kurt Cousins, right? No, I'm just kidding. Poor poor Cousins. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I I mean, stats are great, but did you win? Stats are great, but were you efficient? Stats are great, but can you control the clock? Stats are great, but can you put your team in a position to succeed? So we'll see. Um, <laughs> uh, by the way, Whitfield, I hate to be the bearer of bad news for you, but uh, they are no longer going to let uh, Taysom Hill be qual- <laughs> classified as a tight end in some of those leagues. So he is a quarterback. <laughs> Damn it. 
So if you're, playing, I was reaping the benefits on the, uh, uh, yeah, dailies. Yeah. So if, if you were hoping, yeah, if, some cunt beat me this week because he had Taysom as a tight end. Really? Yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Somebody Joe Webb you. Yeah, somebody did Joe Webb you. Wow, that actually in, is kind of funny. I thought Joe Webb was the Monday night game where you pull him so he can't use him. Yeah, but uh, that got okie doked around. But he was like the what? What was he listed as? Oh, he's a like a wide receiver, quarterback, wide, wide receiver, quarterback. quarterback, running back sort of thing. Going. Yeah, he yeah. had he had some weird, you know, weird kind of designation. So, yeah, that's a tough one. But that you know, it it slid through, got past. You know, they slipped one past the goalie this past week. And what an issue in Yahoo. And I don't know if all the daily sites had him listed that way, but uh, he, clearly at this point he should be listed as a quarterback. <laughs> once Breeze, once Breeze comes, DraftKings did not have him as a tight end. No. FanDuel did. Yeah, wow. I bet people were all over that. I was. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. <laughs> that is kind of funny. <laughs> Joe Webb, you got Taysom Hill's son. <laughs> yeah, the night y'all were out at uh, over at Todd's and everything. I, I double checked the leagues. I'm like, I know them boys ain't looking and everything. Let me just go see if somewhere, somewhere, nobody's got him. Because I was so going to pick him up and start him as a. Oh, someone picked him up the day that uh, it came out that he was starting at quarterback. Lindy. Yeah. Lindy did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I, I, I saw someone pick him up this, uh, like 20 minutes after it was announced he was starting at quarterback. Mm hmm. So I didn't even bother after that. Yeah, Lenny was all over that one, man. Mm-hmm. That's the right call. <laughs> mm. How are we looking on time? Where were we at? I was going to say, so about that mm. salute o'clock. Oh, salute o'clock. <laughs> yeah, that's right. My bad. You know, and that's good timing because I've almost finished my mixed drink here, which is good because I want to be nice and saucy when I yell at Shannon about this Colts-Packers game. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, you're not. Yeah, no, not really. All right, uh, salute o'clock. Let's get back to that. All right, so I'll raise a glass. I was raising a glass to somebody earlier. What did I say? To Joe Burrow recover? Yes. There was something yes. else that was going yep. on, but I've kind of forgotten it. It's probably not that relevant at this point. But anyway, uh, yeah, let's raise a glass. Thanksgiving, good food, good friends. And to Todd. Maybe that's what we were raising a glass to. So thank you again, Todd. So I'm enjoying a mighty fine Jack Daniels and Coke. Didn't have a cold Mexico, so this one was just a regular old Coke. But my next one, my friends, will be the Mexico, because that's the way to go with that. So I've got that beverage, and then I also have a go a three notch, three notched uh, goes to the James APA, which I'm I do love some three notched beer, but I'm I'm a hop head, so I love 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 IPAs and hoppy beers, but uh, three notch man, they made some good stuff. Mm. <sighs> Randy, what you got, brother? Uh, tonight I am enjoying a Victory Winter Cheers Hazy Wheat Ale. Oh. I mean, it's going to be that time of year, so start rigging out some of the Christmas beers. And, yeah, after Thursday, we'll be, uh, it'll be all in full swing anyway. Yes, sir. So why not? Why not? I like it. Shannon, what you got, brother? Well, speaking of Christmas beers, I'm rolling with the, uh, the classic... Hardywood gingerbread stout. It is freaking delicious this year, my you do, friends. You do love some GBS, man. 
So, yeah, if, if you get a chance when you're at the grocery store next time or if you hit a party wood, grab a four-pack, enjoy yourself. It is it is absolutely delicious this year. Cheers. Salud, gentlemen. Salud. Mm-hmm. The jealousy is real, Shannon. The jealousy is real. Whitfield. I, w- I was going to wait till December, but yeah. I had to pick one up at the grocery store. Whitfield, I'd ask what you're drinking, but I don't think they still sell Bartles and James, do they? No. Or Boone's Farm. Yeah. Or M- Well, what would you oh, be drinking? Boone's. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dog 2020. Yeah, MD 2020. Oh. Aristoc- aristocrat. Aristocrat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lord, I have a hangover no, 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 just no, no, listening no. to that. Dude, aristocrat smells like a hangover. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you just take a whiff of that, and you're like, nope. <laughs> Uh-uh. <laughs> I know better. I know better. Oh. At 20, I may not have... Or tw- er, at 21, excuse me. At 21, I may not have known better. At my age now, I f- damn sure know better than mess with some aristocrat. You know what you're talking about at 20. You knew at 20 because I was 21. You were sitting in my ass in the ABC store. I did. I did. Thank you for <laughs> thank you for doing that for me. I appreciate it. Stop playing Mariah. <laughs> I think every time he starts talking, I should play some Mariah Carey. Which one irritates you more, Mariah Carey or Whitfield? (laughs) (laughs) That's messed up, man. Shame on me. What'd you say? I said, yeah, Chewy, you tell him. <laughs> oh, that's not Chewy, that's you, man. Fuck him. No. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Alex. Jeez, getting hostile over there, man. What does Alex say? Fuck him. <laughs> oh, okay. That's what, that's that, you, you kind of hit that really well. Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck him. Wow. Oh, man. Quality. <laughs> Alex from the grave. Yikes. <laughs> I guess uh by the way, did y'all hear that uh the interim host is gonna be Ken Jennings? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. As a choice. It is. It is. That, that, that's a solid interim host. I'd... I mean, even though the other three, depending on who they go with, him, uh LeVar Burton. Degrassi Tyson or uh, Stephanopoulos. They're all good choices. They couldn't go wrong with any of them. We'll see what they do. I mean, that, that's a that's a big show, and that's... I'm sure there are some people that will have the opportunity that just don't want to follow Trebek. Yeah, doesn't do some big-ass shoes to follow. You don't want to be the guy after the guy. Right. You want to be the guy after the guy after the guy. Right. But, you know, uh, so th- they could always get straight hand. LeVar Burton or Ken Jennings, I think, could handle it. Uh, Neil Neil may punch some people if they miss some questions. <laughs> You're a dumb motherfucker. And, and George, he might get punched. Man, um, I'm, <laughs> look, I'm telling you, you either got to get the hound. Cunts. That be. <laughs> I want that. I want that guy to get. 
fuck are you doing? In Final Jeopardy, I, I need the, the actor like to, to be dressed up as a hound and go go in there, man. Shut up about it. Yeah, I think that would be great. Go down the hill. Yes. You know, I and I, I said the other week, man, I'm telling you, if you could give me if you could give me one episode of Jeopardy with Sam Jackson. Shut the fuck up. It'd have to be on cable. God dang. It would be God, that would be Get amazing. the fuck out of my face with that shit. It would be glorious. Saturday Night Live has to make this happen. Say what again! Say what again! I dare you! I double dare you, motherfucker! Say what one more goddamn time! I mean, what? it. it is a it is a match made in heaven. Put that shit on Peacock and call it a day. <laughs> I know, right? The answer is, what is beer? <laughs> do, do you think that's Dana Stubblefield's streaming service in prison? Oh, uh, no. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. He, said, he sits there and watches it with Bill Cosby. <laughs> oh. That's gimmick infringement, I apologize. Jerk ass! <laughs> I love that Homer so Alcohol is a way of life. Alcohol is my way of life. And I aim to keep it. Yeah, that's right. True story. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck out of here, Homer. Oh, wait a second. I could not fit one more thing inside of me. <laughs> and that is what she said. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, the site's like delayed. God, who the hell cares? Yeah, exactly. Daniel Subfield said that too. <laughs> That's the fact, Jack. Hey, where are the white women at? That's what Daniel. That's what I was gonna say. That's probably more accurate than what he said. <laughs> it's an outrage. <laughs> That's what Whitfield. That's said. some classics have been here. No. Oh. <laughs> Holy cow! Yeah. <laughs> if, if Justin's gonna go, uh, Bruno, what? he knows what soundbite to play for me. Uh, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> like which, which one? Don't tell me, bro. <laughs> no, that's not it. Tell me how my ass tastes. Say <laughs> <laughs> hello to my little friend. <laughs> what is this? Oh, <laughs> So how many well, times is Dana is... Sofield going to hear that in prison? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going to say live from Dana Sofield's cell. That's all, folks. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Frisky, are we? Did the one tell you that? Yep. <laughs> What I does Marcellus Wallace look like? <laughs> Woo, my gosh. Woo-hoo! All right. <laughs> I mean, has Arnold chimed in yet? I, that soundboard broke, man. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, Arnold, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, well, you know, Dana Stubblefield, buddy. <laughs> Enough of that. All right. Mm. Well, I'll tell you what. Look, uh, <laughs> we're right at the hour. Let's go ahead and take a break, man. <laughs> I, need a, I need a new beverage, dude. I need a new beverage for sure. Oh, 
Oh, it's so good to hang out with you guys and BS and talk football and laugh about stuff. It makes me happy. <laughs> it really does. Sarah's always like, why do you enjoy doing that so much? I'm like, I don't know. I just, I love just, therapy. I, I just like, you know, it's just great exactly. to catch up, have some drinks, make fun of stuff, make fun of each other, do stupid things, and, ju- and just have some, well, I mean, look or great. Just, just be guys and drink and say stupid shit, make fun of each other and yeah. call it a day. I mean, where else do we get to be like, cunts, eat shit, dwarf, fuck the city, you go down to hell. Uh, you know, just have to play just. What? HBO Max is now available on Amazon uh, Fire, if you have it. I do not have an Amazon Fire. Really? No. Mm-mm. I have Apple TVs, and then, of course, I have a, a PS4 and an Xbox and all that junk. I'm sure it's available on one of I got uh, HBO Max. Well, just uh, somebody just hit me up with a login, man. I want to watch Wonder That's Woman. Smart. I just want to watch Wonder Woman 1984 when it drops on there. That's all I'm saying. I mean... I could torrent it. Well, and apparently, oh. if you're an Xfinity customer, they actually give it to you for free. Nice. So you might want to talk to Penny about that. Well, yeah, it's going to say it won't happen in this house, but I got it. I don't have a choice. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. man, somebody, some, apartments. somebody hook a brother up, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I got stuff to watch, man. <laughs> yeah. You'll watch, watch Wonder Woman, Linda Carter, 1984. No. <laughs> well, I'm here to tell you that you're probably going to find out as you go out there that you're not going to amount to Jack Squat. Man, what what's next? You want me to go Lou Ferrigno with the Incredible Hulk? Man, rewind. I want current stuff, not vintage. What's wrong? Oh, you fuck what's wrong, Lou Ferrigno? <laughs> <laughs> What's up with Lou? For Say that last name again. <laughs> what is is he getting respirated? Like what? What did you say earlier? <laughs> Man, you know I what? Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> Ferrigno. Oh, dude. You you know. I don't know if you're getting invited to Thanksgiving dinner anywhere, but I can guarantee you this is what the hell your ass gonna sound like after you eat. We'll probably sit around and cook some soups and eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and sassy. Eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and sassy. It's a remix, dude! That's my jam. That's your ham. That's fantastic. Uh, Justin, I do believe uh-huh. we have a Thanksgiving PSA. Do we want to save that for the second half, or do you yes. want to go ahead and uh, out now? Well, I was going to say I need a beverage. Which right, well, I mean, we'll don't we don't, don't we have multiple half. Thanksgiving PSAs? We do, probably. Um, let, let's um. <laughs> so let's let's call the break and we'll we'll do that. Okay, it's a struggle. It's a struggle meal for you over there, dude. I'm I'm feeling freaking awesome right now. So yes, the struggle <laughs> is real. Gee, I wonder why. Eyes <laughs> are getting heavy. Thank you, Hardywood GPS. Heck yeah. Those stouts, man, they'll creep up on you. Yeah. Mm. 
Yeah, we'll save the other one because I, we, we, we might be stuck laughing on that one for a little bit. So I'll tell you what, let's take a quick break. I'm going to mix up a new beverage, check on the dog, all that kind of rigmarole, and then we'll come back and we'll pound through some other football games, have a little fun, and do a Thanksgiving PSA, a couple shout-outs, and we'll get the hell out of here. As always, keywords of sports and brew, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, our home feed on Podbean. I want Whitfield to say Lou Ferrigno one more time. And <laughs> <laughs> you say it great when you have to slow it down. Loudsportscaster.com <laughs> um, and a whole bunch of other services that uh, player feed. So uh, have a laugh, have a little bit of fun, and, you know, just <laughs> stick around. <laughs> we'll take a break, and we'll be back in a couple of minutes. And we're going to try to pawn Whitfield off on one of y'all for Thanksgiving. <laughs> for Thanksgiving. I don't know. Somebody needs to take him. But fair warning, uh, you have to pick him up and take him home. You have to be a taxi service for him. I'm just saying. <laughs> and he'll put eggs in your mac and cheese. <laughs> anyway. That good sir is a beatable offense. <laughs> I don't want to tell you that. Literally and figuratively. Uh, so... <laughs> We'll come back to that in a minute. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. We're the Sports Brew. Uh, whew, oh, my my goodness. Time for a refill. We'll be right back, friends. <laughs> yes, sir. Had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes, but we are back. And I tell you what, man, uh, both in honor of the Rams and the Bucks game, <laughs> and kind of a tie-in to last week, Randy, your man JPP, back in another interception, buddy. So all I'm saying is, like, I hope – that JPP is planning a Thanksgiving at a Palms resort. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and that they've got some finger foods ready for them as part of hey, the dish. Hey, look, all what? hands on deck, okay? <laughs> that was a pretty damn impressive play. <laughs> it really was, dude. Oh, all hands on deck. Man, uh, I, got, I got to tell you, I, I really, you know, I don't know if we've overrated the Bucks. And it's kind of funny with you know this particular season. There's a couple of teams that just when when the stakes matter the most, they just they're just not getting it done. You know, the Ravens are one of those teams. The Bucks are one of those teams. And I don't know, the Packers are kind of floating around in there as well. But it, you're just like, come on, man, you you got to step it up in these big moments. And I mean, Jared Goff threw for 376, 376 yards, dude. 376. It's crazy. It's crazy. By the <clears> way, Whitfield, you're welcome. For what? Uh, L.A. plus four. And, oh, Mark, and Mark's in L.A. with the over. Thank yes, you. You're welcome. That. You're welcome. You get long-term payments, but you need cash now. <laughs> oh, boy. Where the <laughs> fuck did that come from? Whitfield hitting bets, man. D stat bets, man. It's your money. Use it when you need it. That's right. <laughs> Is that and the Terminator now? D stat Wentworth. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> oh, that's great. I don't. I, I had that video open for some reason. I had no idea how or when I was going to use it. But there it is. What can I say except you're welcome? Well, I think with the Bucks, I think what we saw on Monday night is the fact they just weren't able to run the football, which usually sets up their entire passing game. Yeah, no, they did, they did not. They did not have a good game on the ground for sure. You know, there's a couple of things, and and you can certainly argue about some of the play calling, and certainly you can argue about some of the execution. You know, Brady at this point has more interceptions this year. He has nine so far. He had eight last year. So you know, when people were pointing at the struggles in the back half of the season last year that seems to kind of be the zone he's still operating in now look I'm not a Tom Brady honk but you know I like the guy and this is to me I'm not trying to pile on I think it's just the reality of where he's at in his career he's not as consistently as great he has moments and quite frankly he missed some throws and you know on passes over 15 yards, Brady was one for nine for 18 yards with two picks. Not so hot. And, and Tom Brady admits he needs to hit more deep. That's right, Shannon. More. <laughs> he needs to be able to hit more deep balls. You said <clears throat> balls. True story. <laughs> so, you know, it's a tough break. You know, you got to give kudos to the Rams for showing up. I mean, they they, they had their turnovers, too. I mean, that was that was not a perfect game by either team by any stretch of the imagination, but Rams were able to get that done and then hold on at the end. And, you know, I guess I'm more surprised at some of the struggles because I keep thinking that in between Tampa Bay's defense, the options they have on the ground game, and just the weapons they have, that they will find a way to get it done. And maybe they still will. You know, some of this is a consistency argument. Because I'm not ready to throw dirt on Brady yet, but I don't think that team is as good as we thought they were going to be. But the season's not over. They can still obviously get better, but the limitations or the issues that he's having with deeper throws might be indicative. I mean, it's just indicative of where he's at in his career. He's not Peyton Manning bad, kind of at the back end. You still have to respect what he can do. But... And he's healthy. and Right, and he's healthy. But some of those throws, you, you, you're just like, come on, man. <laughs> what did you like, see, what you dude? What, what did you see? You know? And maybe some of that is, you know, we talked about it before. Maybe some of that is some of the prep that he got from, you know, Belichick as far as dealing with some other defenses. Maybe some of it's just where he's at, I mean, at his age with some physical decline. You know, I mean, it happens to everybody. So I'm not trying to pile on the dude. At least he wasn't holding four fingers up this time. Like, what? Wasn't doing that. (laughs) But but you know what, though? At least with the four fingers, he was able to shake that off. (laughs) Just saying. You want it again, huh? He does. I want to know if if Shannon's going to be able to shake off this GBS. That's what I want to know. Doubtful. Dude, I look I how wore, comfy I, Shannon I had looks. A long day. Look how comfy <laughs> Shannon looks. Just, I ain't gonna lie, dude. I've had a long day. <laughs> Last night, uh, we had we had a big dinner, and so I was just chilling, and we were putting the kids to bed. And sometimes 
you know, I'll go upstairs and I'll help with them. And then when they seem to settle, I'll go lay down. I'll go chill in our room for a minute, you know, as we're putting the finishing touches on bedtime. Man, I ended up falling asleep on our bed, man. I was fully dressed. I'm with shoes on, like everything. Just fell asleep. And I started to wake up and I'm like, nope. <laughs> and I stayed asleep, dude. I woke up at four. I'm like, nope. And then I got up at five. And then I watched the Rams and the Bucks game at five o'clock this morning. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, like there, there are nights like you just, you can't help it. Like you just, you put in so much time and effort mm-hmm. and you're just, you lay down for a minute and you're like, I'm, I'm good. I'm going to sleep. You just <laughs> cashing you in. Just, yeah, you cash it in, man. Like you just, you're just beat. <laughs> JG Napworth. Eight seven seven nap now. Eight seven seven nap now. Eight seven seven nap now. Oh, for fuck's sake! Or eight seven seven naps now. Yeah, forget the craps table. It's the naps table, man. That's what we need, dude. Like dude, for real. You, you give me the choice between a naps table or a craps table, I'm taking a naps table so, every day of the week. I just want to know, was was Rudy Giuliani just a little bit early for Thanksgiving, or was he trying to pass the gravy off his head the other day? Oh, God. I'm just, I'm just asking. Asking for a friend. He seemed a little early. <laughs> well... Clearly, someone needs a psych eval. Hey, hey, if JPP has a digital assistant, is it a Palm Pilot? <laughs> they, still, they still make those. <laughs> oh, oh, Rudy. Oh, jeez. That dude should have just stayed retired and not been a cunt. Wait, what was that, JG? Went, what, what was that? Oh, oh JG went, what? 877 cut now. <laughs> Eight seven seven hands now. God bless. <laughs> Nothing like beating a dead horse. <laughs> oh well, I mean, what you want, man? This is sports brew, after all. Hey, this is very true. Horse, you want us to bang bang? I mean, what's going Fuck on? <laughs> Shannon, that, that's a Damn it, McGuffin. That's a big reach. I'm not giving it to you. That was low hanging fruit. I'm not giving it to you for that. No. Hey, beating a dead horse, I can't go bang bang on that one. You need to try harder, man. You do. Do you like do you like how um uh, you know, we I dream a dream that I can just easily wow. get song on one. He is trying. I dreamed a dream that you could actually make it through that GBS and not freaking fall asleep in the podcast. I'm trying, dude. <laughs> I'm, trying. I'm trying. I've got a glass, a, well, half glass of water now and a half, a full glass of tea. There you go, my man. Good work. <laughs> I'm telling you, but it was, it, it's been a hey, long, hey. long as day. Did, did you order your Christmas funderwear yet? Your stocking stuffers with your thongs? <laughs> I'm just I'm just telling you, man. Like I'm just trying to imagine your salt and pepper. I'm just trying to imagine your salt and pepper face on your own personalized banana hammock. Like, <laughs> got a good story for you guys. Oh God, here we go. <laughs> yes, yes, here you go. So. Uh, 
for for we've been doing everything early this year so we did the christmas jammies early this year and i got grinch you know i got the grinch jammies i, I love me some grinch because i like i like to be the mean one the grumpy one whatever and um katie liked to point it out that you know my pocket was sticking out um daddy's pocket is sticking out <laughs> <laughs> She goes and grabs my pocket, sticks it back in, takes a little liberty, says, hey, girls, I put his pocket back in. And they're like, oh, my God, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and we're dying because she, she took a little liberty with putting the pocket back mm-hmm. in, if you know what I mean. Oh. Shen's like, I know exactly what she's doing. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <clears throat> Yikes. And we're both dying, and they're just like, ah! hands over the face. Like, I can't believe you're <laughs> that close. And what are you doing? And, you know, you have two teenage daughters, and you're in quarantine. And Terrible. You have to make entertainment any way you can. You do. So. Well, look, if you get your salt and pepper man string banana hammock, you can be like, now. Eight seven seven ass now. Oh my gosh! No. Well, one thing's for sure. Ugh. If I could turn back time, I would definitely erase this J.G. Wentworth shit from my mind. What's wrong with J.G. Wentworth, man? What did they do, what did they do to you? What did J.G. Wentworth do to you, bro? I mean, there was a time you needed cash now, so shut up. <laughs> Justin, I think what they're trying to say is we got to let this go. <laughs> we we got to let this go, man. All right. All right. Jeez. God damn, we just need to break free from all this shit. Stop! Let it go. Let it go. No! <laughs> Y'all taking all the low-hanging fruit. <laughs> it's what we do. <laughs> you know, when you throw softball out there, you just gotta fucking swing. I know, but I mean, you, you, you gotta, I mean, a little bit more setup. At least, you know, we, we had like a turn back time, a break free, a let it go. I mean, holy Toledo. Whew. A little bit more setup, fellas. And now I'm tell those who are Shannon trying to set it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's it's like soundbite foreplay. You know what I mean? You get, you got to work it a little bit. I mean, uh, by by the way, speaking of working it, <laughs> are we going Missy Elliott? Got to work it. Yeah, I mean, sure. Yeah. Sure. Flip it and reverse it. Yeah. I mean, come on now. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I I don't remember when that song came out, but it is aged well. Early two thousands. You know, I mean that's. She she's damn good though. Oh yeah, she's tremendous. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. So damn good. Yeah. Oh, I, when she came out with Katy Perry in that Super Bowl, I was like, 
<laughs> Katy Perry needs to take a back seat at this point. Mm. Speaking of kids working it, I want to uh, raise a glass real quick to that random Northwestern Wildcat player that was randomly stealing towels from those Wisconsin players. Did you did you guys <laughs> see the highlight of that? He was just I running up. Not. Oh my god! It just running up and like taking towels off the players. <laughs> like, what was that all about, dude? <laughs> number five for Northwestern is just stealing towels that was the replay in the highlight it just made me laugh I watched it he's just going up like boop <laughs> taking a towel man ridiculous dude totally ridiculous oh, oh my very goodness. funny very funny good times good times good times by the way I think um, <laughs> if I read earlier correctly earlier today mm-hmm. Wisconsin is ineligible to make the Big Ten championship game. Oh. Uh, because they have forfeited too many games at this point. Womp, womp. So, yeah, it, it's somewhere in here, but. It's, thanks. Dude, I've got so many things pulled up, you know. You just got, as we're going through the pot, you, what, what you have to do, like, you know, some nights I have like 80 tabs open, right? So what you got to do is just as we go through and we we you know check things off the list or you know talk about whatever you just got to start closing some stuff out because it makes it, it easier is. to find some. I'm telling you, you just got to get in the habit, man. It makes it uh, makes it way better. Pro tip from a friend. Oh, it doesn't have. Oh, it's actually part of a story. It wasn't the story. I thought oh, it well, was. you know. Wisconsin, Minnesota called off. See, Badgers ineligible for Big Ten title. Hmm. What a shame. Because they destroyed Michigan. Good God. I mean, it's Michigan. They, what does that count for this year? Uh, nothing. Exactly. But they lost to Northwestern, which I wish I had told Mark to bet on, bet on that game because I had Northwestern covering on that one. Mm. I should have posted on the brew wall, brother. Yeah. You could have done it. You could have done Mark it. might have talked to J.G. Wentworth. <clears throat> yeah, maybe. Could be. <laughs> You're ridiculous. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. By the way, this just in Derrick Henry's a fucking beast in overtime. Yes, absolutely. Uh, yes, if Derrick Henry gets the ball in overtime, uh, you lose. How'd you know I was looking at the Titans Ravens like game notes? Good good call. All right, uh, a couple of things as we shift back and actually knock out some legit football conversation. I love the fact that the Titans went out and uh, set up shop on the Ravens logo on the field before the game, and they got all salty. Like, Harbaugh got all his knickers in a knot, right? He's going out to midfield, players giving him some lip, dude. Yo, bro, settle down. Get back on your sideline and coach your team up, bruh. You Simmer know. down now. Simmer down this yeah, in college. I mean, look, the Titans have had, you know, they've been a little bit on the struggle bus, man. Let's be honest about that, right? Ravens have been on the struggle bus, too. They're both on a struggle bus. You know, that was an attitude game. And you know who brought more attitude and delivered in that game? The freaking Titans. And they started it by prancing and dancing and huddling up on, you know, the Ravens logo. Good for them, man. If it's that big of a deal to the Ravens, kick their ass on the field. Yeah, do something right? about it. Do something about it on the field. I mean, the Ravens had, a, what, a 21-10 lead at some point? Yes. You know, and then uh, Jackson gave Malcolm Butler a little shoulder bump in the end zone, if I remember correctly, because that was right after a, he hit Mark Andrews for a 31-yard touchdown. 21-10 Ravens. Third quarter. And they couldn't hold the lead. So not only did the Titans get all up on their logo in the fourth quarter, you had A.J. Brown. It was 21-16, Ravens leading, and the Titans went down. It was 3rd and 10 from the 14. Tannehill hit A.J. Brown, and A.J. Brown 
took four <laughs> Ravens for a ride into that damn end zone. Spinning, Are fighting. Are you saying he went beast mode? Dragging people along. Hell yes. What did you say in the sports sports group chat? That was a man's touchdown, right? Man's it was touchdown. ridiculous. I, I, I don't I mean, know if that was me. I think that may have Somebody Randy. said that. Somebody said it, whether it was you or Randy. That was well, a hell. That, I mean, that was uh, that was you, Shannon. Uh, but, that was I mean, That was reminiscent of what uh, Kittle did to the Saints last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was he was just mode. not going to go down. No, that that's an attitude play. That was an attitude game. Although it was I good, mean, it was it was good to see Des Bryant. By the way, I was I'm happy to see him on field. Good on him. Go ahead, Shannon. I mean, at least his at least his catch was legal this time. <laughs> <laughs> Fair but enough. what I was going to say is, like, you know, if if the Titans are making some noise, I I don't know if you've ever dug up a soundboard of Remember the Titans. No, probably not. I'm not going to do it now either. No. Okay. <laughs> no, no. I was thinking of the song they did before one of the games, and they were just talking about talking about the Titans. But yeah. I thought yeah. that would have been kind of fun. But. It, it could be that, that that might be one where we have we we scout it out a little bit before we get it, you know knee deep yeah. in it. You never know. That's the uh, GBS hit me. A little I know, bit, I know. GBS man, <laughs> GBS hitting you like Derrick Henry rolling through that that team in overtime, buddy. Let me or tell you that, what. That or Chubb, like, straight arming somebody. Oh, like, yeah, dude. Oh, my God. Ridiculous. The Titans are 2-0 and in Baltimore since 2020. That does include a playoff game. It's only 2-0. <laughs> and But. By, by the way, back I'm to just back, saying, brother. like. What? When you get to the fourth quarter. Uh-huh. If you're on defense, do you really want to try and tackle Derrick Henry? Well, you got to do a damn better job than the Ravens did. God. Dang man, you you tackle that dude so many times during a game. He's like six four, two fifty. He's a big dude, man. Look, I mean, you you play all that time. You get to that fourth quarter. You get to overtime. Are you really? Do you really want to tackle that man? No. Well, apparently they didn't. They got the ball first. Apparently they didn't win. Want to win the damn game either because they had a three and out and a punt. Well, and then the Titans started moving that ball down the field, man. First and 10 from the 29. And here comes a big fat slab at Derrick Henry, dude, with a yep. walk off touchdown, man. Lamar Jackson, by the way, a sub 100 passer rating in six straight games. He was 17 to 29, 186 yards, a touchdown and a pick. I'm going to say that's I mean, for the Ravens and the Titans, by the way, that was a 90 yard drive in overtime. And damn impressive. You know, if you're the Ravens, at this point, if you're Harbaugh, you and Jackson have to go back to the drawing board. They got to. And, and figure out what works. And they're going to be it. up against it on Thursday, man. Not only oh, do they have the... Pittsburgh? Not, yes, not only do they have all the Rona stuff going on, but they're playing the freaking Steelers. The Ravens have lost three of their last four games. They lost to the Steelers, the Patriots, and the Titans. They, 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 did, they did beat the Colts, but... I mean, yeah. Look, forget it. Forget about repeating as AFC North champs, y'all. Forget about that. You need to fit over. You need to win a couple of games, and I hope you're going to get into the playoffs. Because it, it ain't looking too good. Because you got Pittsburgh this week. That's looking like an L. Dude, that's the ten and six, the sixth game team that might not make it make it in. Maybe. Yeah. Well, th- this rate, Maybe. I mean, they're they're already on the outs. They're not even. They're. I mean, they're in the hunt, but Correct. they're a game out. Correct. Um, but it was a get right game for the Titans and mm-hmm. they clearly got right. They got right. 
Yes, they did. Ravens are one and three, one and three versus teams with with winning records. They went from the first overall offense last season. They are the twelfth ranked offense this year, and they are not even. They don't even feel remotely the same. You can watch a game; they're not the same. And yes, injuries are part of it. Yes, it's a different season. Blah blah blah. We get it. But in an attitude game, Titans took it to him, bro. And Harbaugh can be all salty about the handshake at the end. Just like, oh, you know, Brady may be salty about some handshakes. You take a tough loss, man. I get it. I get it. Ravens got some work to do, friends. I don't know if they're going to figure it out in time to, to make some hay before this year is done. Maybe but not this year. They're going to be up against it. And Whitfield and I have talked, we've had a whole bunch of rando late night phone. I don't know why Whitfield loves to call me at midnight randomly, but we've talked about Lamar Jackson, the Ravens a lot. And it's like, man, you know, I like, I like Lamar, man. I like, he's a good, he's a good quarterback, but he's at the point where teams have really, they're defensing him and the Ravens really well. And this is the point where he has to elevate his own game. That team has to do more to put him in positions to succeed, but he has to elevate his own game. Well, they've stopped the run, too, and they've kind yes. of made, made him beat him, and he yes. hasn't. hasn't been able to. So we can talk about the wide receiver talent. We can talk about the run game, and, yes, they got some injuries. I mean, we hear all that. It's the NFL, man. I mean, stuff gets choppy. Stuff gets tough. And if you're going to go from being a good player that maybe had a great season to being a great player, then you have to elevate your game to help elevate the games of those around you. You know? He's a good player, and that's a good team. And last year, they were a great team, at least in the regular season, that flamed out in the playoffs. Well, their track record right now, thinking about the you know the past couple of years and then where they're at now, is that, sure, when they can bully ball people and get up on you, they can pound you, sure. But you get up on them, or you limit him, they can't get it done. So... To me, next year is really going to be about how he progresses in his career as a quarterback and what the Ravens do to build to help put him in better positions to succeed. They got their work cut out for him. You know, I don't know. We'll see if they can even. Teams finally have enough game film on him. They understand his tendencies. Mm -hmm. And he's not doing what needs to be done to take the next step. Not yet. you Go know, ahead. Part of that's on him. Part of that's on the uh, the play calling for by Greg Roman and just how he's being coached overall. But we're also seeing how teams are not being afraid of the fact of him running the football. No, they're, they're just shutting everything else down. And it's like, well, if you beat us on the ground, you beat us on the ground. But for the most part, they realize he's not as accurate of a passer as he could be. Now, granted, he's got an, an amazing tight end with Andrews. But a lot of these receivers are not catching a lot of these passes he's no. throwing, or he's just not accurate at all with his throws. Yeah, well, that you know, the run game hasn't been as good. It, there, there's just there's a lot of things that go into that, and there's a fair discussion about whether Greg Roman, you know, there's a certain tendency that is there with Greg Roman, where the, year one the offense looks really good, year two they start struggling, and that's fair commentary. Oh, I saw it in San Francisco with Kaepernick. Correct. So this is not the first time this has happened with Greg Rome, a Greg Roman offense. But some of it is about execution, and, and some of it is about the player's growth as well. So, you know, and maybe they have to change the OC out. 
that might be part of what they need to do. I'm, I'm not saying that is the case, but that may be the case. But next year to me is going to tell us a lot about his maturation as an NFL player. I like him, but they have work to do as an offense, as a team, and he has work to do as a quarterback. And to think otherwise, stacking against, you know, you're going to stack the deck against yourself. Because there are weaknesses. Every player has weaknesses in their game. And what the defenses need to do is identify your weaknesses and your strengths and take away your strengths and force you to your weaknesses. And if they can do that, they can beat you. And your job is then to go, oh, this is what I need to get better at. To diversify your game. To diversify your offense. To understand situational football. All those things. You know, he's got some great gifts. And that is a good team. And Harbaugh is a good coach. That's a good organization. And they will be competitive. They will be good. But if you want to be great, you got work to do. Got work to do. Period. End of story. One other, <laughs> one game that I will say did surprise me. Uh, we don't have to spend a lot of time talking about it, but I do want to... <sighs> Freaking Cowboys-Vikings, man. For real? I am so glad I did not use this in my survivor pool. And what's funny is, is I thought about using it and I was like, nah, man, I feel weird about taking, about taking the Vikings too too many unknowns with Dalton coming back. Not feeling it. Uh, so I didn't, and I'm glad I didn't. Cause I was going to take Minnesota. You got the return of Zeke, right? He got a touchdown early. You had CD lamb making an absolutely incredible touchdown catch, uh, on a throw from Dalton. It totally looked like it was going to be uncatchable and CD lamb just, Stretched out, twisting around, going backwards, one hand. I mean, just just a, an absolutely phenomenal catch by that guy. And then you had Thielen with a with another another one of those one handed touchdown grab. I mean, just that was a, a tremendous catch as well. But CD Lamb's catch was <laughs> phenomenal, dude. Just phenomenal. Uh, but I do want to give a, you know a little dap at least to Andy Dalton. And fun factoid: the Cowboys ended up winning that game. On that last drive, they converted on a fourth and sixth. They ended up with a third and goal. And Andy Dalton hit Dalton Schultz. And I thought this was funny that this was actually mentioned in the highlight package. And it said, fun factoid. (laughs) And I don't know who looked this up. Somebody had to look it up. So it's just rando. This was the first touchdown pass in NFL history where the passer's last name is the same as the receiver's first name. Dalton to Dalton. (laughs) Yeah, that's definitely very strange. And I'm going to take a page out of Shannon's book here. Yo, Vikings, how? <laughs> how? He was like, right? Right? How? Right? <laughs> Seriously? Minnesota. How do you fuck that up? Come on, man. How do you fuck that up? Pitiful. I mean, kudos to the Cowboys. But come on, man. Come on, man. So I will say the Vikings did dodge a bullet because you didn't know what was going to happen with Cook and when he looked like he got – I mean, when he got hurt, you just don't know, you know, oh, shit, is it serious? Is yeah, it for a second I he thought he hurt his hand. Yeah, you know? so he definitely looked like he wasn't getting up anytime mm. soon the way he was acting, and I was like, whoa, this is not good. And, no, that would have uh, been terrible. That would have been absolutely terrible. Because unfortunately, that's been the the story of his career. It's just not being able to stay healthy. And to if that would have happened again, ah oh, man, especially the way he's been just tearing defenses up this year. I know. I know. I hear you, brother. I hear you. Uh, special tip of the cap, real quick. Um, I meant to mention it. I meant to mention this earlier, but I forgot to. We got some stuff on the burrow tangent. 
And uh, not that most people care about anything Washington football related, but uh, I'm going to raise a glass real quick to Antonio Gibson, man, and Terry McLaurin. Balling out. We talked about Alex Smith, but uh, a little love for Antonio Gibson. 16 rushes, 94 yards, and a touchdown. And Terry McLaurin, uh, five catches for 74, man. And uh, McLaurin's legit. That kid is legit good. You got some nice pieces there. They do. We'll see what they do. Uh, the Redskins obviously end up with a 29 victory, but uh, the score doesn't matter so much. I mean, obviously, it's about it's about the loss of Burrow, but uh, the Redskins win a game for whatever that's actually worth. I don't know. <laughs> that's really more about Burrow it's going out, man. It's earning them a shot to play for first place yeah. on Thursday. Woo! Can't wait. <clears throat> Can't wait. Let's slip over since we talked about it earlier, you know, kind of pre-podcast, and we were having some fun, and we need to do it before Shannon passes out. Uh, quite frankly, uh, Colts Packers, man, which would had some slop and had some ugly moments, but was a very compelling football game. And I will say again, uh, it is Tunyon pronounced like Funyon. Just remember Funyon and you can get Tunyon right. That's all you got to do. Okay. All you got to do. So I don't, I'm trying to figure out cause the Packers have not been good about holding leads this year. And some of that is a reflection of their defense. But they were certainly able to put points on the board, especially in the first half. You know, they, they you know, Rodgers had the touchdown to Funyan early. It was 7-0. He, you know, got it to Adams for another touchdown. It was 14 to nothing. Um, they let the Colts back in. They were up 21-7 when uh, Rivers hit Trey Burton for a touchdown, make it 21-14. And as you get late in that half, it's about under 30 seconds ago, Rodgers threw an absolute freaking bomb to MVS. And he didn't bring it in, but the Colts got flagged for a defensive PI. And then Williams got a short touchdown. They were up at the half 28 to 14. 28 to 14, man. 28 to 14. In the fourth quarter, Shepard fumbles a punt return. Colts get a field goal, makes it 31 28. And the net, the, just the turnovers in that game were brutal. And Shannon, this, this is in my notes, so this is for you, buddy. I can tell you after watching some of that stuff in the fourth quarter, I know who I'm not inviting to Thanksgiving dinner. The Colts. Uh, you know why? Why? They had nine holding penalties, man. They're never going to pass the mac and cheese. <laughs> or the beer. <laughs> nine holding penalties. Man, what the hell, man? Wasn't that like nine straight? It wasn't nine straight. <laughs> it wasn't nine straight holds, but it was a lot uh, of You know, the refs <laughs> they, did what they can to keep Rodgers in the game. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah. Uh huh. But they did have a couple. All right. It ended up being third and twenty six after um, several holding penalties, and that's when Rivers dropped back, drops back. He gets hit. The ball pops out of there. The Packers pick it up, and they run it back for a touchdown. And I was you know, I was doing something in the kitchen. We were putting in a microwave, and I turned my head. I was like, "What is going on? This is great!" <laughs> I was loving it, man. Was ruled a fumble in the field. Philip Rivers had his open hand. I'm like, this is awesome. And the next thing you know, like I went back to do something else to the microwave, and I turned back around. I'm like, what the hell? What's going on? <laughs> Shannon, you're the Colts fan. Like, look, here we go. We got some biases in play here. You're a Colts fan. Yeah. Whitfield's a Packers fan. Look, I like from, the Packers. So I got from, my own bias too. 
But for, from my perspective, it, it was as close as close as it gets. As it gets. And and I can see it either way. If you're a Packers fan, I I, I see it the way you see it. I I try to look at it objectively. Did you? I, I actually did, because you know Philip Rivers is not my guy. I, he's not my favorite quarterback. Mm-hmm. I I gave him the benefit of the doubt. I, I, that's the the fact that they overturned it actually blows my mind. That that's the one thing like they ruled it a fumble on the field, and the yes. fact they overturned it actually kind of blows my mind. Um, well, that's one of the reasons I thought it would stand. Is because they right. were able to fumble on the field. Now I halfway that, wonder had they not returned it for a touchdown. You know what I mean, right? Like if it would have gotten overturned. But that I gotta tell you that that one. If if I'm paying attention to the whole thing, I, I, I lean towards it being incomplete. But like. The fact that it was called a fumble in the field and it was overturned actually kind of blows my mind. Yeah, I if, mean, if like... I'm being, if I'm being completely honest with you guys, you know, it, and, and of course it's all history at this point. Oh, of course. It, it doesn't matter what we think, but... Oh, it matters what we think. So That's what we're talking about, stuff. It matters so what we think. Close. I, I so think close. It was, I of course it was of close, problem. but it was ruled a fumble on the field. See, I think part of the problem is is that with the replays, they're looking at like small increments going real slow, and it's like, okay, well, it seems like he, it, it's, they probably were like, it seems like he had control here, even though his arm was being hit. So, I mean, that's the only thing I can think of is because the replay they slowed it down, and it's like, when did he did he lose control? And because obviously, as we all know real life speed that's such a bang bang play you're obviously immediately going to sit there and be like no shannon no um you said it you said it give a shit if i said it you said it i don't care if i said it you said it he's yeah but what did he say earlier we got to earn it you did earn it philip rivers lost control of that ball Said it, Dustin. <laughs> Rivers lost control of that ball. That's all I'm saying, man. <laughs> but I think that's where the problem with replays are. Balls. <laughs> I think literally they're trying to go down to the very I last know, millisecond. I know. Well, I mean, look, they need right. to have a. Uh, they nitpicked. They, they well, nitpicked it. To me, if it's that close, if it's that close, you stay with what was called on the field. And that's exactly. usually what they do. I know. That's why I was so surprised that they changed it. And I know, you know, Mark, of course, was like, oh, no, nah, man, that was clearly a forward pass. I watched that replay enough. He gets there before that arm's moving forward. And I guess the argument is, well, even though it's open hand, you know, maybe he still had some fingers on it. I mean, JPP couldn't do that, but Philip Rivers could. Maybe he had some fingers on it. And he just kind of pushed the ball forward a little bit. So, you know, I mean, come on, dude. So, yeah, my bias is that it was BS. Absolutely. It, I th- <laughs> realistically, though, man, 
it, it was just on the cusp. I'm just surprised they overturned it because once, you know what I mean, if you call it that on the field, I just didn't expect them to overturn it. It's one of those ones that's close enough that you can make an argument either way, but I didn't think it was egregious or blatantly clear or whatever that they should have. Obviously, it worked out for McGuffin. It worked out for the Colts. Um, and the Packovers, I mean, the Packovers, the pack, pack. that's about well, right. That, that, that's actually funny you it say is. that. They, the Packovers did have four turnovers they, they had a lot. Game. Four turnovers in the game. Three fumbles. Three fumbles. You know, three I'm fumbles. Saying, yeah, like, there's, there's plenty of chances that game should have been won. Yes. For, I mean, both teams had opportunities to do more than they did. Oh, I know. Ain't no doubt about that. Although I don't think MVS deserves death threats. Y'all need to settle down with that crap. Uh, Y'all simmer, simmer, down, simmer down. Sit your asses Mm-mm. down. Just understand, you wouldn't have been in that position had he not made a couple of plays in that game. Dude. So so you motherfuckers that are making Vada death Scanlon threats. made some yeah. made some big-time plays in that game. Absolutely. He got the he got the uh, the penalty right before the first half. Made that mm-hmm. huge catch on like third and long from the one. Mm-hmm. I mean, sit your ass down. Sit here's the kicker with MVS. Once Aaron starts getting some faith in him and he starts actually doing good, he pulls his shit. It was a good defensive play, man. And, dude, black yeah, man, the defender man perfect. did their did their job. It was a good defensive black play. Man. The, the the Packers aren't in that position without MVS. They're not. They're Just not. Just saying, like the the plays he made earlier in that game got him to that point. Is anybody is anybody giving Darius Shepard death threats for fumbling a punt return? No, I'm not saying they should. Don't do it. If you if you're giving death threats over sports, you're a dick. Let's be honest. Okay, you're you're a cunt. Yeah, you probably put like raisins and potato salad or something shitty. You're not invited to the cookout if you give people death threats on social media. You're, you're a fucking bitch if you do that. Wow, damn, Shannon's getting feisty on that GPS, man. Oh, man. Like, and come on, and, and you know, like, he, look, 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 man. MBS played his ass off that game. Mm-hmm. He he had a really good game. Uh, you know, for one play, you're 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 trying to. Send death threats. Get the fuck over yourself. You're a fucking cunt for making death threats for that Woo. guy. Jan has definitely had something to drink. He's getting saucy and feisty. Feisty yeah, over I'm there. In, I'm in feisty fight mode at this point. Yeah. Now, MVS is isn't on my team. Like, but damn. Come on, man. The Packers had five turnovers entering the game. Five for the season. And they had four turnovers in that game. That's a hard way to win, buddy. Random factoid, and I never would have guessed this. You know the last time the Packers beat the Colts on the road? Well, I remember the Peyton Manning-Brett Favre game, and Manning won that one. So that's I'd say you have to go back to the 90s at this point. 1974. God! Holy shit. shit! Now, I don't know how frequently they play the Colts. But they have not beaten the Colts on the road since 1974 in Baltimore. Every four years, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> yeah, every eight years. That's a long time, brother. That's a long I mean, time. Every four years, but it, it, it rotates between each stadium every yeah. four years. So, so, technically, it's every eight years. Yeah, because it's, it's a road game. 
It's not necessarily not beating the Colts. It's not beating the Colts on the road. All right, so we got a couple things. In Whitfield, this is fair conversation, right? So mm-hmm. we're certainly talking about the focus is on the MVS fumble at the end. Sure. But there are other parts of this game that are relevant, okay? It's just mm-hmm. like when you get late in the game and the Packers move the ball down the field, and they've, they've, it's un, yeah, it's under a minute. And you have to be mindful of the clock, but I thought they wasted time. They did, and were sloppy at the very end of that. They could have had, mm-hmm. they could, they could have approached the very end of that game much better than they did. The other thing that sucks is, I look, Devonte Adams is phenomenal. All right, you, you you can't argue with anybody that has any degree of football common sense to be like, oh, Devonte Adams. All right, so I get why Rodgers targets him. I understand that. But the clock management and the play selection and how they managed the end of that game, once they got down down to the red zone, not so hot. And and Tunyon, Ronald Funyon was wide open in, in, in the end zone, and Rodgers did not see him. He was wide open. So they get a field goal to tie it and force it to OT. Right? And here's the other thing. Okay. The Packers have not done a good job with leads this year. They led 10-0 against the Buccaneers before getting slaughtered. All right? They had leads on the Vikings, 7 and uh, 14. They were up 7-0 and 14-7. That didn't last. They were up on the Colts, 21-7 and 28-14. They couldn't get it done then. Fun factoid. <laughs> Rodgers has a record of 95-2 and against all teams other than the Colts when leading by 14 or more points. Against the Colts, Rodgers is 1-2 when leading by 14 or more. What in the hell? Come on, man. Come on, man. That's some <laughs> junk. So, look, we can we can sit here and gripe about the open hand and all that stuff. And not fond of how that played out, obviously. But the Packers wasted some other opportunities. We gave them that game. Well, the Colts had the Colts the Colts had to take some of that. Yeah, thanks. The Colts had to take some of that back. But it's just indicative of some of the things that concern me about the Packers. The defense. The defense. That's been my issue all season long. Can you hold a lead? And they they can't. They can't. And the the Colts aren't scrubs. There's no shame in losing to the Colts per se. It's not about that. Dude, I mean, they got playmakers on defense at all three levels. So, yeah. I mean, it's, it's not like you're – this is not the early 2000s cult defense, man. These are all pros. I mean, yeah. you got Buckner on the line, Leonard at linebacker, Justin Houston, uh, Blackman, the rookie who, who got that last fumble. Mm-hmm. I mean – you got playmakers at all three levels of that defense. So, I mean, it's it's not schmucks out there. I mean, there, there's some legit dudes out there. Yeah, that's true. Speaking of legit and dudes. And by, by the ahead. way, Randy, thank you for Buckner once again. <laughs> yeah, you're not fucking welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Shannon, you can go ahead and uh, get Randy some nuts for Christmas because he's about as salty as those will be, right? <laughs> Over Buckner. <laughs> Just letting you know. 
We'll, we'll get us some chocolate salty balls. <laughs> How about that? Chocolate salty balls. Uh, speaking of some trades that paid dividends, Carlos Dunlap to the Seahawks. I'm, I'm yes. sure he's glad to have gotten out of Seattle. We're not going to spend a ton of time on the Thursday night game, but uh, Seahawks 28, Cardinals 21. Uh, obviously, the Seahawks really needed the, needed that win, and they had a good bounce back because the, they were on the struggle bus, man. They were for real on the struggle bus, and they you know they limited Kyler Murray. They got on him. They crushed him early. Clearly, he tweaked his shoulder. That did adversely impact him. The stat that kind of pops out when you talk about that is uh, when Kyler Murray has fewer than thirty rushing yards, the Cardinals are one eight and one over the last two years. That's a, that's a big one. That is. That's a big one because that's, you know, he's he's a dynamic dude. And part of that is not only because he's got a good arm, um, but part of that is what he can do on the ground. And the Seahawks limited him very well. Very well. They did a great job on that. And, you know, the Cardinals had an opportunity in this game. You know, I mean, yeah, fine. The Seahawks were up 28-21 late. The Cardinals got a couple cracks at it. Fitz couldn't bring it in. Andy Isabella couldn't bring it in. Some of that's a credit to the defense. All right. And Carlos Dunlap sacks Murray to seal the win. I mean, the Seahawks were having a rough stretch, dude. Wilson had no turnovers. Side note, Russell Wilson is not a one on Thursday night football. Not so bad. Not so bad. The other thing, <laughs> Russell Wilson got his 93rd win. He's the most wins by a quarterback in their first nine seasons. Can you guess who else is on this list? Let's just say top four. Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning's one of them. Brett Favre. Nope. Not a terrible Aaron guess. Aaron Rodgers? Nope. That's had what now? The most wins by a starting quarterback in their first nine seasons. Russell Wilson has 93. First Peyton Manning seasons. has... Mm -hmm, Tom Peyton, Brady. Tom, <laughs> Tom Brady has 87. Peyton Manning has 92. I'll give you a hint. He's still playing. Ben Roethlisberger, Big Ben, eighty. Brady and Big Ben have eighty-seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's your top four. So, you know, Seattle, Seattle did a hell of a job. They really needed that win. They needed that bounce back, and they got it. They're still they got, not the best team in that division. The no, are. they may not be. The Cardinals are very good, but you know, a little bit of desperation there paid off for uh, the Seahawks. Mm -hmm. So. You know, uh, <laughs> they've given us good games, though. And some other teams that have given us good games that I wouldn't have expected earlier this season, and I did, certainly it's one thing to get one, but we got two, and that was Chiefs-Raiders. I don't know what it is about the Raiders, but, man, do they know how to play the damn Chiefs. Yeah, they do. Holy Toledo. That game started with either three or four touchdown drives. And it was for, like in the second quarter, it was 14 to 14. And Mahomes, by the way, fun factoid, okay, he has two interceptions this year. Raiders got them both. I think it's the same player, too, that has them both. I believe you are correct about that. He got picked at the end of the first half, which prevented the touchdown, obviously, and a field goal. And so he ended up with a 17 14 uh, Raiders lead going into the half. And, you know, the Chiefs had multiple huge play, huge yardage drives, huge number of plays to get down. To me, you have to give a lot of credit to the Raiders because they were underestimated the last time they played. And they beat them. 
Well, they weren't underestimated this time. And they took them to the wire. And it took some incredible plays from Mahomes to get that win. But the Raiders, man, whether it's matchups or scheme, whatever the hell it is, Gruden and the Raiders, man, they play the Chiefs tough. And I'll tell you right now, I'd be happy to watch them match up again in the playoffs. It's not out of the question. I really want to see the two games I can tell you I absolutely want to see are Steelers-Chiefs. I'd love to watch that one. And at this point, Raiders-Chiefs. I'd love to see that one. I mean, hell, Le'Veon Bell even got a touchdown in that game. (laughs) So did Jason Witten, the dinosaur. One yard, one catch, one touchdown. I love that stat line, by the way. Uh, he got the touchdowns with the Raiders up 31 to 28, but man, they left them a little, uh, you know, what, a minute and a half or something somewhere in that zone. That's more than enough time for the Chiefs to go, ro- to go rolling down the field, dude. And, uh, yo, dear, dear Raiders, you got to cover Kelsey in the end zone. <laughs> Just pro tip, man. You can't leave that dude open, man. It's a terrible idea. And Mahomes hits him for the, uh, go ahead score. And then Derek Carr threw an interception to end the game. But obviously at that point. It's late, and they know they got to go downfield and, and and press the issue, but well, and I'm sure that safety got chewed out since <laughs> it looked. You, I, I get it. You had a wide open field where mm-hmm. Mahomes could have just taken off, but you left your post, and Kelsey was, you know, there he was, there wide he was. open. Because <laughs> yeah, me you too. To, you don't get that. You don't get any wider open than that could possibly be. Not a lot. Not a lot, but I mean, you got you. But overall, watching that game, Good coaching game. on Fun both game. sides, that was amazing. That they both, mm-hmm. it was just one hell of a chess game between both of those head coaches. Really was. Kudos, by the way, to Jason Witten, the oldest tight end to catch a touchdown in the Super Bowl era. <laughs> I'm sure that means he surpassed Antonio Gates because yes. wasn't Gates at the time the yes. one who had that? You are correct, sir. You are correct. Andy Reid, by the way, 19-3 coming out of a bye. Don't bet against Reid coming out of a bye, y'all. That dude, that don't dude do is, it. The, don't do it. That dude is on it. That dude is on it. Um, we're going to do some quick hits and roll through some stuff. And we're going to get to some Thanksgiving PSAs, man. Uh, Texas 27, Patriots 20. I got to tell you, uh, I, I thought the Patriots were kind of a little bit on the upswing. They've had some moments, but... You know, Houston's got a lot of payback for what the Patriots have done to them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh, man. Deshaun Watson led the Texans in rushing, by the way. Going for 36 yards and a touchdown on six carries. Uh, Patriots had to settle for a lot of field goals, man. Had to settle for a lot of field goals. Just were not able to punch it in. And J.J. Watt, man, he, he you know, he, he was handling his, his business. Uh, batting some balls down, and that's right, Shannon. You are correct, sir. Uh-oh. You said balls. Sure did. Uh, but look, the Patriots are below 500 through 10 games for the first time since 2000. Yep, sounds about right. That is incredible. So, incredible. are we going to have to go stained and say it's been a while? Oh my! Look at Shannon making like really obtuse musical references doesn't happen very often no no it doesn't i can't believe he he made that one i blame the power of the beer 
Yeah, maybe. Maybe we need GBS more often, man. But it has been a while. There you go, MacGuffin. Thank you. I haven't heard this in forever. It just it just popped That's in, pop the head. in your head. That's what happens, man. <laughs> That's a good song. I don't remember what year that came out. You know, it's funny. A lot of these songs I remember, and I'm like, God, like I remember it's like eras, and I can think back to cosmic bowling or road trips or concerts but i can't remember what year they came i always have to look them up to be like oh my god that was 1990 <laughs> i think that was early 2000s yeah one i think maybe we'd have to we'd have to fact check that one uh but again rolling on the quick hitter so we can get to some of the other stupidity <laughs> steelers beat the brakes off the jaguars man in a game that should not surprise anybody <laughs> terrell edmonds mega fitzpatrick two interceptions each uh, that quarterback for the Jags, man, totally outmatched. Was it Luton? Yeah. Well, I mean, he was what sixth round draft pick. Dude, dude, get he ain't no Brady. Gar Garter Minshew got to get back out there, man. Heal up fast, yeah, bro, because the Jaguars suck some ass <laughs> with Luton out there, man. Sixteen to thirty-seven, one hundred fifty-one yards and four touchdowns. His passer rating was fifteen point five. Woo. Mm. You ain't, you're not gonna you're not gonna win like that, man. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Uh, 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 tip of the cap to Chase Claypool scoring his tenth touchdown in his tenth career game. He's the first rookie uh, receiver in the Super Bowl era to do that. He's also only the fourth rookie wide receiver to ever do it, joining Billy Houghton. That was <laughs> scored eleven in 1952. I'm sure y'all all remember Billy Houghton. Uh, Bill Groman. Uh, 10 and 1960 in Harlan Hill, 10 and 1954. We're all like, who are these people? <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, they... pretty much. Yeah, who? <laughs> um, <laughs> Randy Moss uh, had seven touchdowns in 10 games, but he scored 10 in the final six. So uh, we'll see if uh, Ch Chase Claypool can catch him over the duration of the season. But Steelers handled their business. Uh, Jaguars, man, y'all are, are terrible, y'all. Y'all suck. <laughs> that quarterback's not the answer. We, talked, we already talked about them. Uh, Chargers, Jets. Uh, this is really just, you know, Herbert being a boss. They had a 24-6 halftime lead, and then for whatever reason, they let the Jets get back in this freaking game. Just They tried to give it away. They, I, they just tried to. I know. Well, that's what the Chargers do. The Chargers couldn't Chargers their way out of a victory this time. That's a rare treat, and they damn well tried. The only reason I bring this game up is, uh, you know, Randy, 49ers fan, you know what I mean? And here at the brew, we have some respect for old, for old man Frank Gore, right? You know, you had old man yeah. Logan. We got old man Gore. You know what I'm saying? Just power through at the end of his career. Just trying, man. Just trying, dude. And so uh, I know people have talked about the Jets tanking, and some people say, well, look at this game. It's clearly no, they're not trying to tank. Look at them coming back. And so, uh, you know, Frank Gore was talking about this, and he said, uh, quote, we're thinking about it every day. We've got to get one. You don't want to go 0-16, especially as this might be my last year. I can't go out like that. Dear Jets, win at least one game for Frank, please. Just one. At least one. Three. And the uh, interesting side note, um, both Frank Gore and his son both scored a touchdown in the same weekend. Oh, my God. That's crazy. That's awesome. 
Good on them. Maybe the Lions can borrow one next week. Just saying. Well, and the sad part is for the Jets, and you know, I'll try to make this quick, is the fact that this this game against the Chargers was probably their best opportunity for a win. Not to say they won't get one, mm-hmm. but looking at the rest of their schedule, the Chargers, the way they had played during the season, this really seemed to be the best chance that they could have had for a win. There's a really, really good chance no. they're just going to finish 0-16 unless something happens where – one, you know, some of their opponents are like, okay, we're we we want to save our guys for the playoffs. We're just gonna play the scrubs. Yeah, somebody might, somebody else might have to be in give up mode. Yeah, you know, and, and that can happen. I mean, they played the Patriots tough. They get the they get the Pats again. I'd have to look at their schedule to be sure, but they they have a tough one. They've they've got some tough games at the back end, so it feels like they're gonna go winless. But maybe they can still one or one or two somewhere along the way. Maybe. I mean, I'm not got feeling confident the, of that, mind you. See, Dolphins, Raiders, Seahawks, Rams, Browns, and then Patriots. Oh Christ! Yeah, they, yeah. yeah, that's not exactly no. a great back half schedule. No, <laughs> not unless there's like all kinds of Rona roller coaster that takes a lot of people out, and then maybe, but not looking good. No, no. Maybe what the Jets have to do is invite a bunch of people to Thanksgiving. Right, and just drop some FP or some food poisoning on them, or or Adam. I, you know what, Shannon? I bet Adam Gates would be the fucker to put twelve eggs in the mac and cheese. Take us some damn macaroni and damn cheese, cause you decided to do some bullshit you didn't see off the damn internet. Don't experiment on damn Thanksgiving. Don't experiment on Thanksgiving. Mom, you experiment by your damn self. With cream cheese before. Hell, don't try it with us. We don't want that shit. Auntie Cameron gave you the damn recipe, but you chose to do shit on your own. Messed our shit up. <laughs> can't do it. Can't, can't, can't do it. Can't do it. Eggs nope. and the macaroni and cheese. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. <laughs> can't do it. Leave you with can't do a, it. No. I can't it's do it. It's a bad idea. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. People on the slick ropes. Nope. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. Do it on your own time. Eat bread, desserts, and just get all fat and sassy. That's right. <laughs> you putting that much eggs in my my mac and cheese? You're gonna get beat. You will. I will physically just beat the living shit out of you. Why do you need twelve now, eggs in mac and cheese? Why? Them, not the eggs. Get that, sh- get that shit out of my mac and cheese. Why do you need 12 eggs and mac and cheese? There's no need. Like, what There's are you no trying to accomplish? I don't even understand what you're trying to accomplish there. I don't, I don't e- either. Like, what are you doing? I bet Matt Patricia puts eggs in his mac and cheese. Oh, that motherfucker. <laughs> 20 to nothing, <laughs> by the way. 20 to nothing, the Panthers beat the crap out of the Lions. P.J. Walker, backup quarterback, P.J. Walker, making the first start of his career. Bro, first start of his career, man. XFL quarterback, 24-34, 258 yards and a touchdown. Talking about speaking with his mom about the whole thing to get some confidence. Talked with my mom about it. She told me to go to be me, go play the game. Man, good on you, P.J. Walker. Good mm-hmm. on you. And damn well not good on the freaking Lions. How do you put up a bagel? Nothing. Do you know this is the first time 
This is the first time. And they've had plenty of losses under Stafford. And they're not all his fault. And so for some of those, he didn't actually play. Their record is 78-107-1 since they drafted Stafford number one overall in 2009. This is the first time with Stafford as their starter they got shut out. The last time they got shut out, Dante Culpepper was the starting quarterback. <laughs> 185 yards. That's all they got, man. Lowest total they've had in a game ever that Stafford has finished. So not only did you get beat by the backup quarterback making his Suck. first career start, yeah, Suck. put up a bagel. Fat bag of fail. Total BSC. Uh, by the way, uh, Tua, pro tip. Don't ever talk about how the NFL is easy. Don't ever say it. No, can't do it. Don't do it. Don't famous last words. Don't say, "Oh man, this isn't as hard as I thought it was going to be." Oh, this Bad is idea. this is easier than I expected. Oh, it's going don't do really it. well. No, it was a bad. You don't don't do it. You know why? Because in a team like the Broncos, throws everything in the kitchen sink and looks at you and confuses your ass. <laughs> If you're an eight-year vet True or something, story. you know what I'm saying? You can talk about that, maybe. Not as a rook. You can't come out there and talk about how maybe it's easier than you expect. Nope. Don't do it. Don't do it. Fangio threw all kinds of crap at Tua to confuse him. Sacked him six times. And quite frankly, Fitzpatrick came in and rallied the Dolphins up, and they made an incredible defensive play at the end because Fitzpatrick had that ball in the end zone. That should have been a tie freaking game. That was a great defensive play at the end. But Fitzmagic was coming for him, dude. Homeboy was coming. Hashtag Shannon. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Fun Uh, factoid. He's kicking your ass, huh? I know. Fun factoid. I like this headline. The Lions won't have any fans present for Thanksgiving. My first reaction. Wait, they have fans? Followed up by, wait, someone would subject themselves to a Lions game? Come wait, on. this is a normal year or, uh, yeah, yeah, wait. Come, like, come <laughs> on, man. Negative. Not a good idea. Not a good idea. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we did our quick hits. One last thing. Uh, NBA, just quick jump. A follow-up to Clay Thompson's injury, uh, which oh. clearly the Achilles is going to knock him out for a second season. He had averaged 20 points per game the last five years he played. Fun factoid. Do you know the only player to average at least 20 points per game after missing two consecutive seasons? Now, this is since the merger in 76-77. Hmm. I think this is a recent guy. Uh, I mean, you know. Sure. Come on, Shane. You got to have a guess here. Come on. Unlike Chappelle, he has some content on Netflix right now. Well, Chappelle does, but his old show is not yet. <laughs> get removed. But after missing two years, missing two after missing two consecutive seasons, there's only one player since the merger that has averaged t- at least 20 points per game. Jordan. Oh, Jordan. Michael Jordan. 2001, when he came out of retirement with the Washington Wizards. Yeah, See, I, I just guessed that off the top of my damn head, and you couldn't—you didn't know that. Netflix, I was like, um, I'll, I'll give you a pass. I think Jordan's the only one. Mm-hmm. You are correct, sir. You are correct. 
And I do hope, and I like how LeVar Ball, obviously, you know, everybody made the joke about, you know, (laughs) Ball and Jordan and all this crap. And I love how uh, LeVar Ball, man, there was this, uh, ESPN had a story about the Ball's family on draft night. And um, the the quote from the article is, LeVar, quiet no longer, is accepting congratulations and telling the room, tell MJ, here we come. LeVar punctuates his proclamations by raising both arms in the air. <coughs> Woo. I need to put some honey on that bitch, man. God, God bless. Uh, Michael Jordan, the man LeVar famously claimed he could beat in a one-on-one. I don't know about that, LeVar. Uh, is the owner of the Hornets and now his son's boss. And LeVar tells me the world might finally get to see that one-on-one. But first, okay. he has to discuss the business side with Jordan. Pay-per-view. Guaranteed money. That kind of thing. He laughs and says, hey, if people are willing to pay to see 50-year-old Mike Tyson fight, why not? Come on, man. <laughs> Nobody's paying to see your ass get rolled by freaking Jordan. No. no I don't know. There here. might be some people that just might just so that he can actually shut the fuck up. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> he, wouldn't, he wouldn't back it up. He'd talk, about the, nah. he'd talk about a bunch of junk. He wouldn't actually do it. Are you kidding? No. 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 Oh, no. My knees bother me. No, I can't oh, do no. it today. Can't not do today. It. Oh, yeah. not today. Oh, oh no. Hey. Either get your ass on the court and do it or mm. shut the fuck up. Yeah. Big bag of STF and PU. Dap, by the way, to Marshawn Lynch. <gasps> handing out over 200 free Thanksgiving turkeys to people in Hawaii. My man. I'm going to say that one more time, man. Big dap to Marshawn Lynch. Handed out 200 free tank. <laughs> 200, 200 free, <laughs> free turkeys. 200 free Thanksgiving turkeys. Dude, he went from beast mode to feast mode. I love it. That's all I'm saying. I, that, that's outstanding, Justin. I mean, look at that dude, man. Well beast done. Handed out turkeys. Man. Well done. And Mike McCarthy could hand out some watermelons if he hadn't smashed them all up before that freaking Cowboys game. <laughs> I'm going Gallagher over there. Like, what the hell, dude? How is that a motivational? Well, you know what? It's better than... Who, who was it? Uh, Jack Del Rio years ago with the axe in the locker room, the Jaguars locker room or something? Oh, was that yeah. Del Rio? <laughs> At least nobody's going to get hurt, like, busting up some watermelons, man. Oh, And by the way, by the way, by the way, Thanksgiving pro tip, man. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, we love you, but yo, you don't need you don't put ketchup on Thanksgiving turkey, man. Nah, dog. Nah, nah, dog. That's that's nah. a no. That's Wait, a no for me. Yes. All bunch. Patrick no. Mahomes. No, he, no, he no, loves no, he no. loves ketchup. In an interview with KCSP six ten Sports Radio, he said, he said, "quote Yeah, dude. I mean, come on. You got to put ketchup on that turkey and ham. You got to do it." Oh, for fuck's sake. No, nah, man. You got to get some gravy, bro. Just invite Giuliani. He got gravy leaking off his head. I'm telling you. <laughs> get some gravy. Put some gravy. This cough I got, I got to put some honey on that bitch. You got to put some gravy, put some on, gravy that. on that you bitch. You got to put some gravy on that bitch, man. I was totally thinking the Come same on. thing. Come on. Come on. Put some gravy on that bitch. Put some gravy on yeah, that right? bitch. You know? No, nah, man. Ketchup on your turkey, man. F. Fuck. O-H. 
Put, people that put ketchup on that turkey are the kind of fuckers that put 12 eggs in the mac and cheese. Put some damn macaroni and damn cheese. Because you decided to do some bullshit you didn't see off the damn internet. Don't experiment on damn Thanksgiving. Don't experiment on Thanksgiving. Mom, you experiment by your damn self. Hell, don't try it with us. We don't want that shit. Until Kevin gave you the damn recipe. But you chose to do shit on your own. Messed our shit up. <laughs> That's right. Dude, that woman... <laughs> Dude, that woman is pissed. That woman is flat out. You know what happens when you put 12... She's my spirit animal, man. Like, All I'm saying, bro, you put 12 eggs in the mac and cheese, you don't warn people, you know what's going to happen is this. And also, don't be the guy that takes a shit in the porta potties. You know what I'm saying? I I, I went in there, I about threw up. I have a little bit more social awareness. That's to take a piss, don't take a shit in the porta potties. I'll do it. You damn well know. Ketchup on the ketchup, ketchup on the turkey, and twelve eggs in the mac and cheese. Fuck them. <laughs> I'm just saying that's that's a seriously. Fuck them. That's Alan. a bad combo, man. That's a bad, bad combo. combo, bro. That's a terrible, terrible, terrible way to go. <laughs> Crap now. Yeah, eight, actually, that's more like eight seven seven trash now. Eight seven seven cash now. Eight seven seven trash now. Eight seven seven cash now. The hell! Only one of you fuckers that I can see doing that is Whitfield, <laughs> and even that's desperate. <laughs> if, if for some strange act of God I end up being invited over to his place for food, please just <laughs> shoot me and say, "Don't do it." Don't do it. <laughs> uh, no. There's ketchup everywhere. Air. Anyway. It's everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> so, all right, all right, all right, all right. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. So we have a couple of, we have our traditional Thanksgiving send-off. Yep. You know, so we're going to do it. turkey all night long. <laughs> 50 million Elvis fans can't be wrong. I, I'm just glad that Lyric didn't say, you know, MacGuffin's getting underwear. It is a thong. <laughs> no one wants to hear that. I eat that turkey, then I take a nap. Hashtag facts. Yes, I'll take the nap. Thanksgiving a special Jimmy Walker used to say dynamite. That's right. That's right. With gravy and cranberry. Can't believe the Mets traded down strawberry. That's an old what? reference at this point, isn't it? Uh, oh that's my taking God. it back. Yeah, Holy that, cow. Holy Toledo. Turkey for you and turkey for me. Can't believe Whitfield gave that girl VD. Oh, no. Hey. <laughs> PSA, don't be a fool, Rappy Tool. She got the clap. (laughs) (laughs) No, hey, no need to clap. Look, look, look. Look, you got a Rappy Tool. It's nothing else, man. Wrapped in plastic, it's fantastic. This is what happens when you tap out early, man. 
She already got it. Whoa. Fuck him. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Fuck him. Oh, wait, man. Wait, oh. Back's thoughts? What? What? I'll, I'll, I, I do want to say, like, a, a one thing, man. I was chuckling because um, they were talking about all, like, the snubbing, right? In between the Har- you know, Harbaugh not wanting to shake Vrabel's hand and then Brady getting salty. Um, not wanting to shake uh, <coughs> Jared Goff's hand, and I was trying to write something out, and I went from thinking about Thanksgiving with stuffing, and then it was snubbing, and then I ended up writing snuffing, and I was like, "Oh no! You know what you don't want to do on Thanksgiving is you don't want snuffing, no snuff tins, none of that, and you don't want any snuff films. Like that might be the worst thing you could possibly have on Thanksgiving, right? Yikes. Like don't don't do snuff films for grandma. Don't do it. And if any of y'all listening don't know what a snuff film is, don't look it up at the Thanksgiving table. I'm just telling you, word of advice, don't do it. Don't do it. Plenty of them are fake. Plenty of them are fake. But <laughs> if you find a real one, eh, I'm just saying, you know, eh, cranberry sauce. Maybe some ketchup on your turkey, like you know Patrick Mahomes wants. Just stay away from it, man. A snuffing to remember. It's a bad idea. Don't mess with it. All right, don't do it. It's a bad idea. I'm just letting you know. Cunts. Exactly. Uh, you understand that? Yes, sir. Roll that one. Fuck you. Yeah. That's, that might be the lead in. in the back that, end. that might be the lead into a snuff film. Actually, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> That's terrible. Oh man. Woof. Anyway. Whew. All right. I will say uh, real quick. Let's get out of here. But uh, I do want to say I'll give you an opportunity real quick. Uh, something you're thankful for. A great moment as we run into Thanksgiving and the week. This week, I know it's a different year in 2020. We lost Woodfield. He's taking a nap somewhere, taking a poop, or. Fell asleep with his Al Bundy hand on his nuts or something like that. But um, they make a cream for that, bro. I'm just saying. I'm just kidding. Oh, boy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Alrighty then. Wow. See that next time when I'm not drinking my water. Holy crap. Fuck him. <laughs> Santa. I'm just saying, huh? you, you fall asleep early in the podcast, man. It's dangerous for you. White meat. Dark meat you just can't lose. That's probably what's happening to, to Dana's double field, by the way. Oh. <laughs> 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 Woo. I hope he likes bone in wings, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, <man>. Jesus. <laughs> By the way, JPP, be careful passing stuff around, man. <laughs> the table. <laughs> Tough grip. I understand. <laughs> Randy and Shannon, since uh, Matt's asleep, I'd love to hear uh, you know, something you're thankful for. A, a favorite moment, a pop culture reference, music, art, sports, whatever. Family, friends, something. Let's uh, let's have a, a momentary little bit of... Maybe you're one of your... And look, let's be real. 2020's been a bag of fucking insanity in certain capacities. So... 
just something that stands out to you that you're thankful for, happy about, motivate, just whatever, man. Whatever strikes. I'm like, I've got something ready. I'm going to tell you in a couple minutes, but I want to hear from you guys first. Right, right. All right. I'm, I'm just going to say, you know what? Um, other than my immediate family, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm thankful for you fuckers, man. Cause you guys, you know, th- this shit's been heavy this year, but y'all Truth. just, you, you make it worthwhile on this podcast, on the chats, uh, whether we make phone calls, we're in person, hanging out, um, whether we're doing a Zoom call, a Skype party, you know, I, I'm I'm thankful for all you guys on this on this thing, all the sports brew. That's solid, man. And you know what? <clears throat> a quick shout out to uh, some of our friends and listeners that put up with our crap, uh, Lindy. <laughs> Thanks for putting up with our crap. Uh, by the way, I love the fact that you threw up a JPP meme for us. <laughs> oh, oh i enjoyed that so much so thank you for that todd of course <clears throat> with the beers and the laughter and and putting up with our shenanigans and us teasing you about some stuff but uh thanks again for uh hosting us and having us over that was a lot of fun it was good to see you it was good to see you and catch up for a little bit and then you know lots of other people that that, that listen and, and put up with our garbage and our junk and our stupidity and uh, tolerate our senses of humor and, and play along with the shenanigans that we have. Cause here's a reality, man. We're all friends and, and, uh, we all care for each other. And you know, there, there, there's that old, um, like meme and it always makes me chuckle. And it's like, <laughs> I don't like you very much. So I'm very nice to you and I'm very quiet and you know, whatever, but, uh, you know, I, I'm really mean and I pick on my friends and the people that I love the most. Somehow I think I've got this backwards, <laughs> you know, and I always chuckle about it. I always laugh because I think about all the rivers of shit that we just give each other in between moments of serious conversation and, and stuff that is very, you know, life specific and, and being there is like support structure and bouncing ideas off people and trying to help, help each other out. And then we have these moments where we just like give each other so much grief, <laughs> just so much grief and just laugh and, and whatever. But some of that's just an outlet, you know, some of that's just an outlet, but, uh, it, it makes me chuckle. So Shannon, I'm there with you, man. I'm thankful for all you guys. And certainly for, uh, you know, the people that entertain us along the way and put up with some of our crap to get this done and to have some fun with it. And just, you know, people that actually, are able to make it through an entire episode. God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> Randy, what you got, man? Well, I mean, as we know, this year hasn't been great for all of us. Um, but for the most part, and I, obviously I will share your sentiment, uh, You know, I'm thankful for you guys, for friends in general, especially with... Uh, the losses I've had this year, mm-hmm. you know, you guys have uh, been there when I needed you most, and I super appreciate that. So, definitely thankful for that. Uh, just thankful that this damn fucking insane year is almost over. Um, hopefully, we don't get fucked and the clock doesn't switch over to midnight on New Year's, because uh, that would be kind of shitty. Uh, Shannon, I'm counting on you to be yelling Jumanji when that happens, so that we can get the hell out of this. We'll have some fun. Hellscape. I'm just I'm just gonna say this now. 2021 
We are when when we bitch about 2020, we are not asking you to hold your beer. No. It is not a not. challenge. It is nope. not. We're not asking you to hold your beer. Just 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 be. Uh look, 2020, just drop your beer and get the fuck out of here, man. Yes. I, I, I want 2021 to be like a bouncer in the club thing. throwing my ex-wife out. For <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just throw her out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's like go home you're drunk 2020 get out of here you're blackout drunk and obnoxious fuck out of here man <laughs> <laughs> yes. thrown in the back that's a terrible joke that was awful when that happened to her by the way i felt so bad for her uh <laughs> i mean what what was what, what, she like a, she like an ipa she's cold and bitter <laughs> My, that's terrible that's terrible. I hope, okay. I hope you're okay wherever you are, Jay. Uh, but anyway, that was a yeah. That's a funny story, man. Getting bounced out of Big Daddy's back in the day. Remember mm -hmm. that? You get sloppy, man. You get sloppy, man. They're gonna chuck you out of here in 2020, buddy. 2020 got some slop. You know what I'm saying? That's the that's the point of that story. So far, you sl sloppy drunk people to get bounced out of clubs, man. Take 2020 with you for damn sure. Yes, seriously. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. And look, man, I, I want to share with you one of my favorite things that I've seen recently uh, as far as the spirit of Thanksgiving. Again, uh, chugging, plugging, and grinding through this year, man. There's been a lot of great stuff. There really has. And we joke about how much 2020 sucks and the things that are frustrating and the things that are tough. And those things are true, and there's slices in it. There's still slices of moments that are really fantastic and really great. <clears throat> and one of my favorite things... And I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. There's a, a, a young lady by the name of Nandy Bushell, and I hope I'm pronouncing her name correctly. And so she got into this. She was doing this drum challenge with uh, Dave Grohl. Have you seen this? I have not. Oh, my God. So she does all these drums. She's, she's got a little YouTube channel, got some subscribers, and she, so she'll do you know uh, drum covers. And, and she's been doing stuff for years, and she's written some songs, and she's done all this. And she's very – I mean, she's fun, right? She's fun. So she ends up challenging Dave Grohl and he responds and, you know, they have this back and forth about stuff. And, you know, I just, I just loved it. It's one of my favorite things that I've seen. And let's see if I can find this one, this, this one bit of it, a bit of it that I thought was great. So here's Dave Grohl accepting her drum battle request. Oh, thanks, YouTube. Since the day I recorded oh, there you go. in 1997, <laughs> uh, our drummer Taylor Hawkins plays that song Everlong for us every night. But Nandy, in the last week, I've gotten at least 100 texts from people all over the world saying, this girl is challenging you to a drum off. What are you going to do? Now look, I've seen all your videos, seen you on TV. You're an incredible drummer. I'm really flattered that you've picked some of my songs to do for your videos, and you've done them all perfectly. So today, I'm going to give you something you may not have heard before. This is a song called Dead End Friends from a band called... Now listen to this lineup, all right? Them Crooked Vultures, which is me playing drums, Josh Homme from Queens of the Stone Age playing guitar and singing, and John Paul Jones from Led Zeppelin playing bass. 
This is my response to your challenge. So now the ball is in your court. So he responds to her challenge and does it. And she had done she had done an everlong uh, drum cover, and she had posted on YouTube. And this is going back and forth. So he does that song and shows you know plays it for her, and goes to town. Just having fun. She's like rocking out watching it. So then she responds to him. And she goes ahead and cranks one out. It's an honor to battle you. Uh-oh. And so there's this YouTube video. And it's got Grohl in the corner. And then Nandy up. And they're just rocking out, dude. And they're well worth a watch on YouTube, but where I think this is great is Grohl. It's one of those guys, man, the Foo Fighters get a lot of love for how they interact with crowds and the things they do. And, and I think this is wonderful that he did this. Now, obviously a good back and forth. And he's like, she's like, ah, I challenge you to a drum battle. She just wipes the floor and she's kicking my ass. This kid is like kicking my butt. This kid is like kicking my butt. And he ends up, they, they go back and forth, and he ends up sending her this message. And I love this. I love this. Round two. Dave Grohl has been cooking up something special. I'm sure it's epic. Let's see what he's been up to. Okay, Nandy. You got me. You win round one. But I got something special for you. Something you've it? never heard before. Something I've never heard before. Because I'm about to write this off the top of my head for you. He wrote her a freaking song! And made her a video. It is incredible. So one of my favorite things that I've seen recently has I've just started watching some of these videos with Nandy and Dave Grohl, and it, just fun and fantastic. And I'm so glad that that ended up working out. And they have that interplay of having the drum off and the drum challenge, and having some some fun with it. And then Grohl just doing that. I mean, just. Just, that's just fun and fantastic. There's so much suck in 2020 that something like that is absolutely fantastic, man. Almost oh, Drum break. So. My hat's off to Dave Grohl and then Nanny Bushell for giving me something that, that really made me smile and laugh and that I thought was fantastic. Because that, we like to say well played. Well, you know what? That legitimately, figuratively, and literally was well played. So hats off to them and I thank them for that. And look, I hope everybody has a great Thanksgiving. Again, with friends, with family, however you celebrate uh, take a moment, break some bread, 
you know, share a glass and enjoy the holiday. Enjoy. Hopefully, you get some time off that you can spend uh, with your family and your friends, and uh, just take a little break, man, and try to enjoy it. Or, <laughs> as some people might say. That's right. In every life we have some trouble. We do. When you worry, you make it double. Don't worry. Yo. Be happy. Try to be happy, man. Thanksgiving break 2020. From all of us to all of you, we are the Sports Brew. As always, you can catch us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Home Feed on Podbean, of course, LiveSportsCaster.com, all kinds of other services. Keywords are sports and brew. But from all of us to all of you, safe travels. Enjoy your time with family and friends. Unless you're stuck under a dictator or a mass mandate. No, just ask Matt Stafford's wife. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> stay, stay safe, everybody. Stay safe. And Lord knows, don't invite <laughs> Whitfield to your Thanksgiving dinner. And also, don't be... Because if you do, you better have a porta potty. Be the guy that takes a shit in the porta potties. All right, I, I I went in there, I about threw up. All right, have a little bit more uh, social awareness. Yeah, McGuffin, a little bit more social awareness, sir. Uh, okay, if you say so. Fuck him. <laughs> anyway, I mean, stay you safe. Pull my finger. I know. It's all bets are off. Yo, I know better than to pull your finger on Thanksgiving. Just or saying. Other day for that matter. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all know Shannon stance if he's asking you to pull his finger. Mm-mm. Fuck him. Yep. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. <laughs> who? Who the fuck is this? <laughs> this cocksucker might not even have a fucking green card. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, you motherfucker. <laughs> who the fuck is this kid? <laughs> Somebody that refused to pull Shannon's finger. <laughs> that's that's who. That's who. Hey, thank you, Hound. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, all right, gentlemen. Safe travels. Enjoy Thanksgiving, and we will catch everybody next week. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll take a take a deeper dive into the CFP. Some. You know, certainly some NFL football, and who knows? Maybe we'll have something stupid, something fun, and something ridiculous. We might. You never know. So, But anyway, until then, enjoy Thanksgiving, safe travels, and uh, enjoy what the sports world has to offer. Stay safe. We'll see you next week. All right. Episode 298. 298, man. We got a couple more until Shannon's down here in the basement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> got to make some room for you. Yeah, next week and then the week after we'll be uh we'll, we'll uh go all out oh my god I've got, I've got some moonshine over here do you oh, that yeah. that that might have to be a uh we might not we we may not be able to do that in the middle of the week oh uh, that'll be a freestyle friday How has Let Me Poop Girl not made a remix of this? Poop, 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 poop. Don't worry, be crappy. <laughs> poop, 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 poop. How has she not done that? Her dad is slacking. I'm just saying. She needs to get on that. Like, for real, man. Get some vintage songs up in there, YouTube kids. <laughs> this is part of your challenge. Turn back time. Turn back time. Plenty of source material. 
You can make poop jokes about old songs too. I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, I mean, I hate to say it, but they have to be able to let it go, right? <laughs> Shannon, I just wanted to give you one more piece of low-hanging fruit. And God bless, did you ever take it? I'm in. Alright, there he is. Alright, everybody. From all of us, all of you, happy Thanksgiving. And you're okay to let that gravy boat go. Just, add, just ask Rudy Giuliani, man. Alright. <laughs> just saying. Don't experiment. <laughs> Don't experiment. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. No eggs in the macaroni and cheese. Don't. Do it. Freaking do it. Don't do it. Or else it's going to be... If you get long-term payments, but you need cash now... 12 eggs in the macaroni and cheese, man. Oh, J.G. Wentworth. 877-CRAP-NOW. So what's going to be, man. All right. Don't do it. J.G. <laughs> Wentworth. How did that show up in this episode, man? I don't know. 877-CRAP-NOW. 877 cash now. It's your <laughs> anyway, all right, y'all. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving and later, Gaty. <laughs> what? Later, Gators. What the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> I was looking. I was changing it to porta potty, and I, I, my brain was like short circuit. Also, don't be the guy that takes a shit in the porta potties. What do you I, want? I, I, I went in there. I Potty, Gaty. What do you want, man? Fuck off, oh, Giles. Hey. And also, don't be the guy that takes a shit in the porta potties. All right, I, I, I went in there, I about threw up. All right, have a little bit more uh, social awareness. That's to take a piss. Don't take a shit in the porta potties. All right. Somebody's sitting in the porta potty. We gotta start putting the camera on the porta potty. See who's sitting there. <laughs> Somebody, a part of the hard knocks crew, is sitting in the porta potty. <laughs> And also, <laughs> anyway, all right, gentlemen. Bombs, <laughs> Fuck them. Happy Thanksgiving and peace Beautiful. out, man. Beautiful. All right. Stay safe, Dana Stubblefield. Good luck, sir. <laughs> or as Kawhi Leonard would say. <laughs> Hey Shannon, what was that old Peyton Manning commercial? The best, the best offense is a good defense, or the best defense is a good. Your offense, your defense is offensive. Your defense is offensive. All right. All right. Good night. <laughs> We're done. We're shutting it down. We're through. Later, guys. Peace. <laughs> Peace later. out. Good night. Oh All right. Later. <laughs> and F the Colts and, and that open hand. It's bullshit. F-O-H. B-S-E. All of it. MacGuffin. Winter, winter, chicken dinner, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's some crappy Van home, Winkle, man. Home cooking, baby. <laughs> home cooking. They didn't throw in extra eggs in that shit. Yeah. Hold that for it. Here, hold this, would you? Hold that, would you? <laughs> oh, all right, Jets. I love you guys, man. Happy Thanksgiving. 
Love you too, brother. Good. Hey, right, y'all take right. care. Later, dude. Say towels. Same to y'all, man. Good night, friends. Yeah, man. Bye. Later.